Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker. And this week, we come to an epic conclusion. Not a conclusion of the entire adventure, but an epic conclusion nonetheless. After over two years and over a hundred episodes, the boys finally confront the leader of the Cult of the Devourer. That's right. Not only that, we have the author of Book 5, The Thirteenth Gate, Stephen Radney McFarlane, joining us to play the leader of the Cult of the Devourer. Very exciting. Took a little while for us to set this up. But if some of you know, Stephen is quite an interesting fella. He is, well, I wouldn't call him evil per se, but he's very proud of going against the grain, which makes him fit in with our group quite well. And of all people to play the big bad boss, I was very happy to have Steven come along and play her. On top of that, you get an extra bonus special treat, is that this episode is by far the largest episode of Roll for Combat ever. I couldn't really cut this episode into two. There's so much that goes on, and there's a lot of transition and a lot of story. There's just so much. So I just kept everything in. And I'm pulling back the screen a little bit more. You are going to actually listen to a complete gaming session from beginning to end. Okay, it's not completely from beginning to end. We usually kind of like talk and BS for anywhere from half an hour to an hour before we start playing. And of course, we always have some technical difficulties in these episodes. And I cut that part out. In fact, there's a part where Steven just sort of disappears. He had some computer issue and he had to leave, but he does come back later in the episode. So one thing I do want to point out is make sure you listen to the last 20 minutes of the episode. It is very important to listen to that, I promise you. So here we are, the epic conclusion of Book 5 of Dead Sons with Stephen Radney McFarlane. Enjoy. Hey everyone, we're back. You guys just managed to kill off some horrid undead monstrosity that looked like it was about to eat you all alive. But then Mo did some monster damage and killed that thing dead. And then everyone was swapping around their armors. Everybody has hand-me-downs except good old Akiro. Akiro has the brand new sparkly armor. Mo is wearing Akiro's old armor. Aeon Tuttle found some other armor somewhere. Cheddar is still chrome. And uh, poor Rusty. Rusty, who used to have the best armor, now might have the worst armor. Ahem. Still a higher EAC than Dr. Tuttle. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Mm, I don't know about that. 
I looked it up. Oh, you're right. Barely. <laughs> oh. It was it was sad and desperate. It's and a small, status. But, that, but I did it, and I'm on again. So this is also another special episode because it took us to almost the very last episode in this book. But we have the author. That's right. The author of this novel, this adventure, if you will, Mr. Stephen Radney McFarlane himself. And he wrote this horrible, horrible adventure. Not horrible in that it's a bad adventure. Horrible is that the things that these guys have gone through, being attacked by raiding parties, having envoys galore attack them and do horrible, nasty things to them, having plants and animals try to eat them, and rogue AIs. It's, it's a nice, fun adventure, as long as you don't want your party to like enjoy themselves in a relaxing way. Hello, Stephen. Hello. Uh, well, I'm I, I'm glad it mangled you. I hope it scarred your soul because uh, that was the intent. I'm fine. I don't know about these guys though. Mission accomplished. I'm I'm all I'm better now. I'm recovering. Chris Beamer is playing the Tiefling Technomancer, Akiro the Just. Well, I hope that took some therapy um, because I like to make uh, very despicable creatures in my adventures and uh uh horrible things to maw on pcs so uh i i I hope you're getting help yeah i am whenever i need help i talk to rusty he's good confidant yes it's everything goes well at that point well if you talk to an envoy you know that everything's going to go well from then on he knows all my secrets i have trouble lying to him speaking of envoys and horribleness Stephen wrote The Envoy, so everything that we've been put through these last two years because of Bob slash Rusty is because of Stephen. So thank so, you. So it's your fault Rusty can lie to us and we and we all believe him. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone Cheddar. We're all forced to believe him. Every <laughs> single time, no matter what. He's very convincing. It makes a lot of sense. It's very yep. logical. So, yeah, you're welcome. And congratulations, <laughs> Rusty, for taking full advantage of, uh, of, 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 of that character class. Uh, I appreciate it. When I started looking into the details, it's just very fun. I mean, combat is really overrated. What's important is that the entire team deeply believes that I'm in charge and that I'm their leader. It is important. You know, it's funny because I, when I play with other people, there's one thing we all notice. Isn't it funny when we play with other people and the envoy does this thing called healing? It's really amazing. Yet... Sorry, the what? what? The, sorry, the what now? I, oh, I, I didn't quite hear you there. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. I swear to God, envoys can heal. They can heal and they do it really, really well. Mm. Did no, you I think know you're that? wrong about that. I think you're... I think you Did anyone know about. that? Yeah. No. no I'm, I'm not familiar with this. I, I heard a rumor to that effect, but I, I, you know, I didn't believe it would have liked to know that they forced me to put that in the class i'm glad somebody's uh, uh not taking the bait <laughs> good i'm glad <laughs> really <laughs> i don't even know if you're kidding or not because... <laughs> no, Rus- no rusty no, will I'm never totally kidding <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> rusty will... <laughs> wow <laughs> rusty will never heal that is never an option well okay and and i want to be very clear that i was as upfront about that as i possibly could be literally the first day that we created these characters and yet, for two years, I've been hearing complaints about people trying to tell me to heal them. Get over it. <laughs> Still not over it. <laughs> the envoy says, heal thyself. You have a potion. Drink your potion. Well, the thing I hear the most when I talk to fans, they're always amazed. Because 
you know, they hear the other characters and they're kind of played the way you would almost expect. But and but Rusty is played like a total dick. And he is just not a nice guy. He is really the televangelist, like, con man envoy. And people love it. And now I'm seeing other people go that route. It's almost like Bob Marquis has tainted the envoy for everybody. I, I feel very proud of that uh, that description. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, passive-aggressive sarcasm, I would say, from Rusty. Well, okay, but well, here's the thing is, and I'm actually saying this for SRM, it's, I was looking at the last two campaigns that we did, with actually most of the players here. I played a really perfectly innocent, you know, sorcerer who didn't know the world, and then before that I played a paladin who was goody two-shoes. Obviously, I wanted to play something a little more interesting and fun uh, when I did this. Looking at the Envoy, some of the tools, what I did realize is social skills are fun, but they're not always fun. But but I didn't want to be nicey-nicey about it again. Diplomacy is a wonderful skill, and that's wonderful. But sometimes the other social skills, Intimidate and Bluff, were just very, very attractive. And I was pleased that there was a class that took it, that at least had tools that could heighten those. It was I thought that was a good design thing. Well, I believe charisma works both ways. You know, you can ask Charlie Manson about that. Yeah, okay, exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good, appropriate analogy. Well, but that's exactly the point. It's if I'm trying to convince people of others, the concept of the con man is that nobody will ever arrest them for a crime because they don't know a crime's been committed. You're also not very, you're not quite human either. Well, that happened in the story. That's that's <laughs> not an envoy feature. That's other things. <laughs> So was this kind of your thought, Stephen, when you created the Envoy? Did you think that he was going to be a man of the people healing and inspiring others? Or was he going to be a con artist always trying to find the angles? I mean, in a lot of ways, I wanted to design it to be both taking some, you know, really good uh, sort of science fiction and real world tropes, right? I, I mean, charisma is a double-edged sword. So if you wanted to play it as somebody who was the supporter, who was somebody who would jazz everybody up that would be fine but if you wanted to play a little bit darker and we definitely wanted npcs to play it a little bit darker uh they'd have the tools to be able to do it oh so rusty you're an npc i have an npc that's what i got out of that as well you know i i want people to play the 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 kind of character that they want to play even if it frustrates the hell out of the rest of their group well that's exactly the case with any actual good role-playing game the whole point is create the character first work out the mechanics later exactly he does have his uses. He does draw fire, so that's helpful. In a very selfless manner, I would say. <laughs> From the rear. Anyhow, with that, let's take a look at these characters and get you all healed up, shall we? Because we just got out of the fight. You guys moved around armor, but I still see some people have a bit of stamina damage. Um, does anyone want to heal up and get ready for the big door? The large door to the south. Look at that monster door. It's, it's 15 feet wide. There can't possibly be anything bad behind a door that large. Can there be? Well, uh, I think room. we did a stamina. I don't have my stamina uh, points. I think while we changed armor and changed out all the armor slots and all that, uh, I would have snuck in a uh, stamina rest in there, so... John Stats is playing the Vask soldier, Mo Dupinski. Yeah. Yes. We'll 10-minute we'll rest. It sounds great. I'll do it. It's great. Yeah, I, you was know getting, what? I was getting strangled for a round or two there at the start of the fight, so I probably I was, I didn't get any hit point damage, but I took, took some stamina hits too, so I'll do a repair cycle as well. 
And just because it's fun, I'm going to um, drink a uh, have a, a healing serum to get, I'm sure, one point of healing back. <laughs> you only you have four. You're down four hit points, and that's is it. that it? Yeah. I have a red bar. My bar is oh, it's yeah, it's barely red, barely. Oh, wow. It's better to be down to zero though. Well, then I'll only be down three points after I take a healing serum. Oh, God. All right. Get right ahead. Ah, there we are. Full health. <laughs> there we go. I'm so happy that's not a one. Oh, my God. Five. I see Tuttle's damage, too. Yeah, you got a little bit of damage. I did? Uh, what happened with the uh, con thing? Because didn't I take a hit oh, to yeah. con? Yeah, yeah. You have a minus three to your con. So, because your soul got sucked out, um, I guess we'll figure out how to deal with that later. But right now, yep, you got... You just have to kind of live with that for now? Pretty much. Oh, boy. Ah, who needs a soul? By the way, that was awesome. I love it when a monster... I love it when a monster starts on the toilet. That That's a great place to wow. uh, have a monster start out. I've never heard of a god that could bleed. <laughs> uh, I will also drink a serum of healing. Yeah, you have a little bit of damage. Oh my gosh. Uh, Moe's going to open the door before Rusty gets the chance. Ah. There we go. Oh, we got an eight. Look at that. Oh my lord. Well, I always get eights when I heal, doesn't everybody? Oh, Moe, you're here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Moe's going to listen to the door to hear, see if he hears anything. Actually, you know what? I want to do, do something that's new and fun. Oh, Ray, do you want to heal Cheddar fully, Jason? Uh, yeah, let's do that. All right, so while you're doing while you're doing that, um, Akira is going to activate his X-ray vision goggles and attempt to look through the door. What? Yes. Excellent. What? Excellent. Yes. I love this. What? Yeah. Where did those come from? I got them. They have never been used. I remember those dropping, but I honestly don't remember when when that happened. Those aren't going to see through a uh, uh, steel. They can like see that. through a lot of stuff. No, they ain't going to be seeing seeing through through steel. One second. Uh, Rusty, you're out of healing serums, so where are you oh. getting your healing serums? Uh, Mo, could I borrow a hearing healing serum? Yes, yes. If you're going to roll an eight, you can borrow it any time. Great. Cool. All right, so these can look through. Um, yeah, tell me what it does. They can look through two feet of wood or plastic. Okay, well, that's not what this is. One yes. foot of stone. Yes. All right, two inches of common metal. Yes. Or one inch of lead or any star metal. Wow. One inch of star metal? Yes. Okay. Uh, you look though. through it, and it is way thicker than that. Ah, see, see, nothing. So these are mighty, mighty strong doors here. Yeah, They're not made out of plastic, good. I'll tell you that. Everything's star metal. They're made out of metal. wood. They're made out of wood. This is a facility that's like a million years old. Do you really think they made it? I don't think we've ever <laughs> seen wood in the entire campaign. There's never been wood. Well, if it's that old, they should have things made out of wood. Wait, Actually, we, we, we fought those plants that one time. Had, yeah, the archaic weapons yeah. we, we, we did find. Yeah. And there was that jungle we had to trudge through for like six months. That's true. Uh -huh. Dying uh -huh. of the heat. You could have looked through all there. those trees there, Chris, and you missed... Uh, although that well, was a different character. It's all clear. All right, you guys ready? I can't see, I can't see through, but I'm right. I, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm going to do I'm, a perception check for 16. Doesn't hear anything. Everything's safe. Great. You hear You hear a hum. I have moved back. 
It's sort of like that hum. I'm opening the doors. Open the, the doors. It's like. Oh, here we go. Mo opens the doors before Rusty can move back. I have my rifle out and ready. Yeah. Rifle out. Yes, of course. My weapon is always. Ooh. I'll go with the Dragon Drake pistol to start the things. Ooh, wow. I like this. Cool big room. Except there's no monsters there. Nice. Just free treasure. Look at that. I see a sun. Or is that the planet's core, the, or the little core of the moon? Because remember they that's a singularity. Remember they had the shaft that goes down to. Mm-hmm. This is the core of the planet. The room buzzes with activity. Three control panels stand at the far end of the room, opposite a double door to the north, which you just opened. The panels flash with multicolored lights and occasionally beep. The southern wall contains a large window with some kind of shimmering containment field in place of glass. The vast bore that pierces the heart of the planetoid can be seen through the window. The walls of that massive cylinder are veined with strange conduits and studded with peculiar technology. Countless maintenance bots, many so far away as to seem as mere insects, crawl over the various sections of the machinery, occasionally lit by the random spark of electricity. Monitors lie the walls inside the room, showing close-ups of the robots working within the bore. One video stream tracks the progress of four such constructs, one of which is carrying a grayish rectangular object. These robots seem to be flying at all possible speed towards some point. In addition, you hear a voice, and to one Akira, a very familiar voice. A female voice of an android who yells out, Oh, I don't know. I'm not in charge of this. It's going to be Steven in charge of this. What does she say? You are too late, meddlers. The end is nigh. I will prevail. I am the chosen of the devourer. And you are just insects insignificantly scrambling about, ignorant of utter certainty. Roll for combat! Oh, she goes first! <laughs> oh, baby! Oh, and she's lined up straight shot the Rusty. Look at that. It all lined <laughs> up. Just, uh, Steve, you're already enjoying this way too much. Oh, yeah. I love it! I love it! It's so much fun! But that's Kill them! Kill them all! <laughs> Now, being a former occultist myself, I do recognize her, right? Yes. She's the leader of everything. She's the she's, leader. Oh, she's uh, like the leader. Wait, wait. Akira was a cultist. This is the first time we found this out. You don't know if no. he was or still is. He might no, still no, be. No, no. When you first uh, met oh, me, I, I was wearing occultist armor. I would look Yeah, like but it. I believe you had said something about actually possibly stealing it. Well, right. I was, I'm in a Pathfinder society. It was, I, was on, uh, uh -huh. I was undercover. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. With that, Noel Nine gets to go. She's crouched down behind one of these three panels, right up against that shimmering uh, force field. And uh, well, she could do anything she wants because I'm not in charge of her. Those th three things are control panels. Yeah, Monitor. yeah, okay. those. Yeah, those. Those are very large monitors. She's actually like kind of crouching down behind them. All right. Okay. Uh, so uh, Nil Nine is going to hit. Uh, uh, little control panel on her spiked armor, which is going to bring up a force field. 
And then she is going to, uh, let's see, I'm going to say uh, not in the face on the Vec in front. So go ahead and make me a will save. All right. Uh, Mo's will save. Aha! A 15. Nice. Not good enough. <laughs> well, not in the fail. face. Not in the face. Not, not <laughs> in my face. And then uh, she's going to lower her uh, rifle in uh, preparation for carnage. So you get a minus four to attack her, um, Mo, because you were intimidated. She's not going to use mind control to make me beat up the other guys and teach them some respect. You can pretend. Shh, spoilers. You can spoilers. pretend you're under mind control and just do it. Rusty's up. Oh, it's Envoy right. versus Envoy. Here we are. This is the tag team match. The match of the century. Well, and while, of course, obviously, Rusty really wants to rush right in and be the first one in the room and the first one right in front to fight it, she, he's obviously just trying to help out. So, therefore, we're going to go with plan A, where he's going to stay right here in the rear, and he's going to give all of you a bonus to hit. So, first of all, I'm going to say to all of them in a commanding voice, Get him! And points at her. And then... Just for fun, I also give her a little bit of a, a little shot to see if I can also put her off. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, there we go. Your bluff. Uh, and I'm going to add D6 plus one. Ooh, 39 bluff. See? Ugh. 42 bluff. 42 bluff. What are we trying to do? Give her flat-footed? I'm simply trying to, I'm trying to get her flat-footed as I make an attack. That is part of my attack, which will be incoming. I was just saying if I would also get the bonus. Uh, yeah, I would say so, except she is behind cover. So keep that in mind. Well, that means my attack won't work, but it's every she's flat-footed to everyone else. And besides, that <laughs> calls herself an envoy. She doesn't have the ability to make me to have to re-roll my uh, bluff twice. Or that she, huh, well, whatever. Oh, does she? Actually, I don't know. Probably not. Know. Actually, I think I'm thinking of a slightly different skill, where it's I can force others to roll their uh, sense motive twice. My apologies. Now you got me looking. Well, you fire and miss by a country mile. Of course. Mo is up. And Mo, I have canceled out your minus four. Oh, good. I am going to hit my circuit. No, you didn't oh, cancel that's right. minus four. You can't minus two. It's a minus two. Okay. Um. I'm going to uh, activate my haste circuit. I assume that's may. Uh, that's yep, yep. Actually, you know what? Well, that actually should be. Th you have uh, seven rounds left, by the way. Not not ten, by the way. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to shoot at her okay. from where I'm standing. Okay. Activate haste. I know. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, can I do a? Uh, how, how long? Can you describe the ability that? was used to debuff Mo a little. Like, what was that ability again? Not in the face. Not in the face. Not in the face. Is that a, uh, like a... It's it's an Envoy ability. Oh, is it? Okay, all right. An Envoy so improvisation. probably only lasts one round. But I traded in for something else. Yeah, it basically you succeed. If you fail your will save, you get a minus four to all attacks against this enemy until the end of your next turn. So it's just this round. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to start with a, a shot with my... Uh, uh, Aphelion art artillery laser. Okay. And I realize there's pluses and minuses. I'm going to let you put those in. You missed. Wow. Okay. And then I'm going to move. Dump, 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 dump. And I move. I assume I have clear melee shot from 
Is that work? Wait, what's what's going on there? I was just seeing if there's space there. You're kind of in between, but fine. You can do that. Well, I mean, however she moved around that spot, I mean, it's not like... Yeah, no, 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 you can go there. No, you can go there. I just want to make sure you're going on top of the the computer or something. I'll say you're in between. That's fine. And um, while I moved, I picked up my uh, sword. I equipped my sword. I do not have my uh, laser anymore. Okay. And Tuttle's up. The people want the button, so let's have the button. Yay! Push the button! Wait, I'm rather close. 21. Oh, that's not, that's an okay one. Oh my god. There's like a million things here. Cheddar deploys a subwoofer and an array of speakers that blast a four-line goblin song, extolling the drone's powers. It's the Cheddar sing-along. ding a ding a ding 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 Cheddar gets a plus two morale bonus to all attacks and damage rolls for one minute. However, Ooh. all of the creatures within 20 feet must succeed at a DC 16 fortitude save or be deafened for one minute. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, Thanks, yes. Dr. That was I, I, knew I was I knew I was too close. Uh, Tuttle is totally fine. He's not deaf. I'm used to chatter. Oh, what? What's Rust- going on? What? Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Rusty's deaf. Uh, what about uh, what about Akira? Got to do that fortitude save. Oh, he fails too. Wait, That's ah. interesting. I wonder if Akira cannot hear uh, any commands for Getem. Getem must be an audible thing, right? Yes. So I yeah, wonder if he work. doesn't get his his pluses for uh, Getem. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy like fox. a fox. But maybe, maybe next time. That's true. Right now you had it, but there you go. Maybe you won't after this. That's brutal. That's a minute too. Oof. Yeah, that's a long time in combat. Ah. Neil Nine was wondering what the soundtrack of the apocalypse would be. Now she knows. There you go. <laughs> Definitely goblin music, that's for sure. And then I guess I will send Cheddar into the room part of the way. That ability was written by John Compton, by the way. There's some I wrote, but that one was a John Compton ability. Thanks, John. <laughs> Seriously. That was one of Cheddar's greatest hits. I was one of the first. It months. was. It was. Goblet heavy metal. Akira the hero. Mm-hmm. It's your old nemesis. So uh, as a move action, I uh, turn on my laser scope. I activate it. And as a standard action, I cast a spell. Any guesses to what that might be? Just roll your one. Mirror image. <laughs> Here we go. Definitely. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. You no. can't. Definitely. Does you can't hear. You take a minus four to initiative and perception checks. Awesome. Oof. Yeah, you can't hear, so any audible things or not. You guys won't even be able to talk to yeah. each other. This is gonna be I know, I know. Well, it's interesting I should say I that. Talk, I'm but I can't seeing hear. under the description for Getem, there is a descriptor sense-dependent. Well, you know, it's like we have the guy who invented and wrote the class with us playing. He could probably answer a question, and I imagine that would be pretty official ruling. What's that question? So, my use of Getem... Would it be negated by the fact that some of the idiots here failed their role and are now deafened? Because I'm seeing the sense-dependent descriptor under the description of the Getem uh, Envoy Improvisation. That would be correct. Yeah, you can't use it on them. So so my own team being deafened will not hear me telling them to get them, so therefore they don't get the benefit. That is basically it. All right. I'll get the benefit. I can hear you. Cool. Good to know. Sorry. I'm desperately trying to... 
Kind of Wait, from under would this. Rusty get the benefit? Because he's deaf. No, I'm deaf. Himself. Wait, I think I should get my own benefit because because I know what I'm saying. Well, you say get that. I don't know. I don't know if you should get your own benefit. Akira's definitely no, not a, getting it. rolling on that one as well. You can't even hear your own inspiring words. So yeah, you can't even hear yourself talk. I don't think you're you all disoriented. Official rolling. Here it is. You don't get it. God damn it. <laughs> this is the greatest episode ever. I think he has to recuse himself. <laughs> so, so, yeah, as a move action, I activated my, I turned on my laser scope. As a standard action, I cast mirror image. And let's get that. Okay, roll your image. Oh, oh my two. God. Okay, wow. wow. <laughs> twice as many this time. And I do say, even though I can't hear what I'm saying, I say, no. If you surrender now, we'll bring you before the authorities for a proper trial. And I'm done. Uh, you can't hear what uh, Nil Nine's response, but you can read lips pretty well. And you think it uh, starts with F and ends with U. <laughs> As expected. I had to say that because I'm lawful. Uh, Nil Nine is up. And although Nil Nine has a vest right in her face, right behind her, four maintenance robots are flying in and appear that they're going to well be here <laughs> in in this round in fact that uh you're gonna see them popping on in so no nine has some reinforcements coming oh no no nine is up uh no nine's gonna step back a, a little bit and then uh open fire on that uh vesk she goes into the chasm nice victory to the side, sidestepping. Oh, there's a chasm right there. You don't have your reach weapon either, right, John? No, I don't. Uh, let me do the attack. Minor disruption, right? Oh, boy. Hits. 28. Oh, Steven even did better. I rolled. <laughs> I just rolled a 6. Steven rolled a 19. I like Steven's rolled better, but I'll let you do it on the character. And uh, 21 points of damage. Sonic. What's your DR against Sonic, John? Oh, that's right. You don't have any, do you? Unless that new armor has it. Nope. Uh, no nine is done, right? Because you just did a move in a standard. Uh, she gets a second attack uh, at a minus four because she has uh, focus fire. Focus fire. When you make a full attack with a range weapon, you get a minus three instead of minus four. Um, if your first knocks out. But she took a five foot step, so she can't do a... Oh, that's... Yeah, that's yeah. right. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that nice, juicy hit. Yeah. No, but it would have been actually just minus three. Rusty is up, and Rusty can't hear his wonderful voice or anything else. It's kind of bliss not having, you know, any Akira pranting on endlessly, but now you can't hear yourself talk. Well, and what really concerns me is others, because uh, for some reason I'm hearing, well, all I can tell is that there seems to be some sort of sound deafening effect that's going on. I mean, that's the only possible explanation after the button was pressed. So I'm worried the others might not be able to hear me. So I point at the, the big boss and I say, Get up! As loudly as I can, just to make sure that everybody hears me. And then, of course, I fire my gun and I try and make her flat-footed as well. Oh, my God. 44 bluff. Yeah, yeah. She's flat-footed, okay? <laughs> but four... Does not do it. Well, and I rolled a four to hit, so I missed. And, of course, I got only half of my own benefit. So, there it is. So, I'm going to say that these robots 
they can fly in. They're not going to stay out there because they can't actually do any damage. So I'm going to just move it in, and then, Steve, you can take care of what you're going to do with the robot. So the robot goes there right in front of Mo. Do you want... I would imagine the robot doesn't have a lot of options here. I guess the robot can slam you or use a focus yep. beam. Uh, let's go ahead and slam. Nice. He rolls a one. First That's a miss. <laughs> the robot is not very smart. Mo, you got a robot in your face, and you have no clear path to Null 9 anymore. Not on this side, at least. Okay. Let's look at my skills. Can I do? I don't have engineering, and... None of my companions know how to make skill checks, so I cannot inspect these robots to find out if. So I'm going to do a, um, a full attack on the modified maintenance bot. Okie dokie. Roll the one for my first attack, which is not good. Damn, but you rolled and... a 34 and did 34 points of damage. <laughs> okay. Damn. Uh, and for movement... Oh, that's right, because you have the haste circuit. Yes, indeed I do. You're moving back five. That would be attack of opportunity. Uh, oh yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Just from a service robot, don't worry about it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, come on. Yeah. There you go. There we go. <laughs> it did five points of damage to you. Uh, is that physical damage? <laughs> yes, well, it's 15, and then Oh, five I see, yeah, you're right. No. It's automatic, oh. it's already in. Yeah, my maintenance droids are all right. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, look at that. You're coming around. Uh, coming around the mountain there. Well, I, I mean, I'm just trying to get in melee range. I'm not trying to do anything that fancy. Well, the robot's right next to you. We can do one attack next to Mo. Look at that. They're, they're coming in to get you, Mo. Well, you know, it's not anything unusual. I'm the only one in the room. I got Cheddar up my back, and then we got, what, Tuttle... Rusty and uh, Kiro picking their ass, you know, in another room. Typical. So, um, Slammo. I, I can't hear you. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm unable to hear your insults. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm. Oh, I like this. Yeah, this. These, these, these are robots. Roll. These robots stink. <laughs> roll another one. Hey, a tunnel is up. What's going on? All right, I'm gonna get in there. You can't push the button again, buddy. Oof. No, I think we've had enough fun with that for one. Day. Oh, push the button! Push it! If you roll a one, amazing things happen. Or a hundred. A hundred is amazing, too. Well, so I miss. And Cheddar's gonna go ahead and attack. Of course, Mo stepped right in front of my line weapon effect, but. You can still go and hit him. Just hit both. Hit, hit a robot. Yeah, also in this case, I don't mind where Mo landed, because I don't think she'll be able to five foot step away. Oh, you're doing junk cannon on uh, on 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 the maintenance robot. So isn't that the line effect? No, I'm going the other way. I'm going to the left. Or oh, you hit that one. Nineteen nice. points. Nineteen of damage. damage. Wow, that was a lot of damage. Cheddar laying down the law. Okay, the maintenance robot moves up to Cheddar, and then I guess Steve can. You want them to slam Cheddar? I guess slam Cheddar. Cheddar slammed 14 points of damage. Kiro the hero, who still hasn't done anything heroic, is up. All right, so what kind of cover am I looking at from here? Massive. 
Like what? You have mirror images go in the gun. Yeah, I mean, there's no point. Okay, the robot to the south of you has no cover. The robot behind the other robot has cover. Noel 9 has Mo, Cheddar, and a table in front of her. I don't know, minus 10 to hit? You're basically not in combat right now. Can you cast a fireball that will also hit Mo? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to take a shot at this robot to the south. And I'll move up a little. Actually, I can't. I get, As a move action, I have to um, aim. Which actually, I don't need to aim because there's no cover. So actually, I will move. Hold on. Can you do a fireball that excludes us? us? I do not. There's no such thing as fireball. You guys are ignorant in the ways of magic. Uh, I, I uh, fire. Can, can, can you throw a grenade that has a fire effect? All right. I shoot. Hits. Nice. 29. Look at it. You rolled a 19. 29 out of 30 points damage. damage. Damn. That's good. All right. I'm done. Okay, you're done. The last robot comes in. Uh, I thought you had fa- fireball. You know what? I'm going to have this robot come somewhere else. Because this robot can fly. So it's I have explosive fly. blast. Yeah. We'll call it fairy fire for Akira. If that's it's his ability. I'll say the robot flies to there. It's now flanking Cheddar. I presume the f- robot will attack Cheddar. Cheddar's hit. 12 points damage. 10. All right. Null 9 is now up. Moe's in front of her. Got a robot to the left of her. Robot to the right of her. Steven, you're up. Uh, so, Nil 9. Uh, so, which one of these robots has the package? Um, I'll say the one to the right of you. Okay, I'm going to grab the package. Okay, you grab the package. And uh, let's see, so would you consider that a standard? To grab it? No, it's a move. All right, so uh, I'm also going to turn off this force field behind me. Oh, now things get interesting. All right, she presses some buttons, and the force field behind you drops the containment field. And, uh, yeah, I think that's my turn. Rusty's up. I'm looking up uh, Bull Rush right now. (laughs) 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 Gonna give you a little push. Do you have the jetpack? Oh, yeah. uh, I got the jetpack. Oh, Oh, I got the jetpack. All these robots have jetpacks, too. Okay, so Rusty has gotten a small sense of the fact that at least one person can't hear him. He doesn't realize. He's, I don't know if he's entirely sure that he can't. He knows he's deaf himself. So he's going to move a little farther into the room and just try uh, an attack to make the big boss flat-footed on the presumption that at least Mo is going to stay focused on her. Look at Rusty's actually moving into the room. It's just actually... Ooh, look at that. There's a line of people. Kiro, Rusty... Well, okay, now let's see. That's a 37 bluff. No guarantees on that one. 37? Uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely fine Okay, with that. great. Obviously, what? the main reason for the attack is to make sure... Good. Oh, did something nice happen? Oh, critical hits. There we go. Nice. Wow. So it did a whopping 10 points of damage. Well, that's actually a problem with the designer of this class. That, that they did <laughs> a lot of damage there. I, I'm not naming names. I'm just saying it certainly couldn't be my build. Uh, uh, so uh, I have the force field up. So right, I've got 15 temporary. Right, it went up against that. I, it's taken care of in your in your stats. So. Well, the the uh, yeah the, nice. the force field only affects once you get into hit point damage, right? 
that's that's what I that's what because I have a force field too, and I and that's what it it looks like. It's like all your stamina has to go away, and then when you start taking hit points, then that actually acts as temporary hit points. I have no stamina. They have no stamina because they're um, NPCs. Don't worry about it. It's oh. all taken care of. I took care of it all. That modified maintenance bot is up. Steven, what do you want to do with that robot? I'm going to uh, have that one move towards that back line and attack uh, uh, whoever it can reach or at least get into position. Anywhere you want. No! You go right there. Yes! Me! <laughs> right in the middle! Right S- in the middle! Suck robot traitor! <laughs> Cheddar can get attack of opportunity as the robot walks by, by the way. Cheddar can? Yeah, Jason. Are you doing that? Yep, I'm doing that as we speak. Well, you do a little Tactical bit of damage. Razor bat. But the <laughs> robot's still alive. Robot, who do you wish to attack? You have a little mouse. You have a horned demon that has three of him. Not and... a demon, a devil. And... I'd like to actually be... Let, let me let me describe it. What you have is an extraordinarily dangerous-looking, glowing, you know, uh, demigod. You have an extraordinarily dangerous-looking demon with horns. Devil. Yeah, yeah. And you have a perfectly <laughs> innocuous and boring-looking human who probably isn't a threat to anyone. Well, Akiro was a traitor, so Akiro That's right. gets it. You know the drill. Roll the 1d3 to see which one well, it hits. Got a hit. Got a hit. Roll the 1d3. Oh, uh, it hit? Yeah. You want me to put the damage there? I, I, I didn't even see the roll. 14 hits you with a 32 for 10 points. Well, 17 DC. So I will heal you back if you uh, make this roll. 1d3, if you wish. All right, a 1, it hits me. It misses. Hits an image. Ha! Okay, your image is gone. You have one image left. Moe's up. I have a really stupid question about combat maneuvers. Are they uh, normal melee attacks that do damage? Like, if I do bull rush, which no. I do by... Okay, they don't do damage. Okay, so... I think bull well, rush, you have to charge, though, too. You have to, no. It does no, whatever it says. Charge it does, is a, it does no. whatever it says. Bull rush is not uh, dependent on movement at all, which is kind of weird. But uh, it's it's basically you knock... Yeah, bull rush is you knock the target back five feet plus five yeah. additional first. All you do is you literally push him five feet. Doesn't do any damage. Just pushes them. That's it. Right. Um, does this? Does she have any uh, like uh, jetpacks on her or something like that? Give me a perception check. All right. Thirty. Rolls a twenty. Wow. Rolls a nat twenty. You never ever roll well. Um. Yeah, she I has know. a jetpack on. Never for perception. She okay. has a jetpack on, baby. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we both do. Well, then that makes my decision. I'm going to do a plain old garden variety full attack. I was going to get fancy, but oh you no. like knock her off the edge and hope. Yeah, I was going to help it. her. Can you fly, Bobby? All right. Okay, I open up with another one and for my second attack. Okay, that hits for All right. 30 points. That's really of damage. weird. The last Damn. turn I rolled a 1, and then I rolled a 16 again. Boy, that's so weird. Yeah. Anyhow, the modified robot is next to Noel 9 and uh, Mo. What do you want it to do, Steven? Let's attack Mo. Full attack? Full attack. 
Oh, he's double what he rolled before. Rolls a two, misses, but he gets another attack. Both attacks miss as he rolls poorly, and Mo just gets out of the way. Yeah, he's 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 got a good lawyer today. Yeah, and Tuttle's up. All right. Push the button again. (laughs) Push it. Tuttle is going to guarded step five feet. Push it. I'm going to roll to see what you would have gotten. Ooh, an 81 would have been so good. And I'm going to go ahead and attack. He's totally ignoring me. Yes, (laughs) I am. (laughs) Oh, you hit the robot. 16 points of damage. It's not looking too good. Oh, these robots, they're going down faster. You You need to get the one in front of me. Save me, Cheddar. Oh, that's right, Cheddar. Cheddar's up. Cheddar's flanked by two except robots. That I have a, except that I have a line effect, so yeah, if I, I shot him, I'd shot you, too. I'd shoot you, well, too. Actually, I am, I'm actually calling for Cheddar. Cheddar. Cheddar instead kits this poor robot and messes him is, up. And is he's that two crits from Cheddar? Cheddar's critted twice. That's nuts. Um, uh, the modified robot next to Cheddar is up. What do you want the robot to do? He does have flanking. It's up to you, Steven. Yeah, he's going to full attack slam on Cheddar. Cheddar. Gets hit once for 12. And another Another. one. Oh, wow. The gods are weird tonight. Dice have been wacky. That's true. They're polarized tonight. They're very polarized. I think it's because there's two Stevens here. I think it's confusing the program. I kind of like it. Akira's up. Akira's ah. sad because you only have one image left. Yeah, it is a, I can always cast it again. Um, Not how it so normally operates. One question I have. So this package that she grabbed, what, what is that exactly? Can I make it out what that is? Yeah, it looked like a uh, circuit board of some sort. Circuit board? Oh, wait, there was that log entry about the circuit board being broken and them needing a replacement. Yeah, it looks like a sheet of metal. It's like three foot long by one foot wide. Hmm. All right. Um, I am going to do something. Uh, this robot that's in front of me, I'm going to attack it with Jolting Surge. That's a spell? Uh, yeah. I attack, you touch the target with the device you're holding that uses electricity requiring a melee attack against the target's EAC. I get a plus two because it's a robot. It's a touch. It's a, it's, a, it's a melee attack. Wow. Level zero spell. Okay. That's no, a level one. It is. Yeah, I don't. You probably don't have it on my sheet, right? I actually just cast it. Oh, it is level one. Hmm, that's weird. Okay, use it. Go. I don't see it on the sheet though. I I, I cast it. Don't worry about it. You touch. All right, so I'm gonna roll a d20, but I get a plus something. Let's see what the roll is. Hmm. He rolls an hmm. eight. Eight plus two plus two. <laughs> well, that's pretty what was that sad. against? That's against EAC. Oh, uh, EAC? Uh, nope, not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. All right. Um, is there space? There, it looks like where she's standing behind these things. Like, can I get past? Like, Nope. No? No. I mean, you could fly over them if you wanted to. I, I'm not flying. Okay, well then, no. Are you moving? Oh, attack of opportunity. Yeah, move over there. Give I mean, me a really? one or two. Give me really? a one or a two. Give me a one or a two. 30 armor class. It hit you, 31. Oh, it hit you. It hit you. How dare you hit me. The other robot is flanking Cheddar. What is that robot going to do, Steven? Full attack on Cheddar. Poor Cheddar. What does Steven have against Robot on robot action. 
Robot Wars. Uh, we might be seeing uh, Cheddar Mark V at this point, because Cheddar is... How many hit points? 35 hit points left out of 100. No, Noel 9's up, because Akira's the last one. Noel 9's oh, actually, up! Uh, oh, alright. Alright, uh, Noel 9's gonna fly backward. Uh, five foot step backward, or is she gonna just... Or attack of opportunity backwards. Attack of opportunity backwards. She's she's a ballsy broad. How far back? Uh, that's good. Okay, she flies backwards 15 feet and is hovering in the corridor. Uh, Mo, what are you going to do? Uh, using my longsword, I'm going to, uh, whatchamajig, uh, hit her. Holy crap, 41 points of damage. She's not uh, looking too good, uh, Hold on, um, and, oh, actually, that's my reaction, isn't it? Yeah, you're done. So Noel okay, 9 moves back, now what? <laughs> she takes her hit. Is she doing anything? She's going to, uh, fire on that pesky Vesk. Ooh. Ooh, here we go. Hits 39 for 21 points of damage. A little bit of damage. And now she's oh, flying and, and hovering in midair. Rusty's up. Okay, so she's flown away there, which actually means focus needs to be clear out a couple of the riffraff, uh, especially because Cheddar is about to die. So, one of the ones on Cheddar is the most damaged, the one to the up and to the right of him on our map. So that has to be my focus. Okay. Uh, great. I'm actually going to use both of my abilities for anyone who can use them against the one that's flanking Cheddar to make sure it dies this round. So uh, to start with, I'm yelling get him for the benefit of three out of four people. And then I'm attacking. Uh, I understand I will provoke an attack of opportunity because I am attacking with a weapon. Attacks you for 12 points of damage. Ooh, that's a crappy bluff. Uh, I'm going to choose to reroll that. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Here it comes. Oh, 39. there we go. Ding, right. ding, 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 ding. 30, 39 against the little robot. Though, and so. Okay. Which robot? There's th four robots. Uh, the one I'm attacking right now. Oh, okay. It's the most damaged, and it's flanking Alright, well, at any rate, uh, everybody has plus four to hit that one, because it's got to die. Otherwise, Cheddar's going to. Steven, you have a robot. It is right in front of Rusty. What are you going to do with that robot? It will attack Rusty. Slam, slam. Are you sure? Is that really what it wants to do? I think this robot has greater goals in life. You were saying... Well, I feel it's really limiting itself. I, I'll have a conversation with this uh, robot later. It actually missed with its second attack, though. So it only hits you once for only 13 points of damage. Now, Rusty rarely ever gets damaged. It's such a rare occurrence. that Really rarely. It's a little traumatic, to be honest. I, I, don't, I don't like that this is happening one little bit. All right, Mo. Here's your hero moment. Null 9 is flying away. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to full attack... These stupid robots. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, like, well, what am I going to do? I mean, I I could do a pot shot at her. Um, you could rattle your saber. Yeah, that, that's what. Don't about you what have, I a do. Don't yeah, you have a jetpack? Yeah, I pack? do, but it doesn't last that long. I don't know how they work. Let's see. How how long do jetpacks? No, they work. It's not a jump jet. It's a jetpack. Yeah. It lets you fly, like you can fly and just continue flying. 
It's basically your movement. But do whatever you want, my friend. Oh. It's got uh, a battery. How, can it's you got a tell battery me how many rounds like it lasts? Round. I think it's like 20 rounds. So I think it's a battery capacity of 40, and it uses two every round. Yeah, so here's the thing, though. If I if I roll, if I go past that stupid force field, she turns it on, then I'm, like, like locked out of, you know... Uh... Uh, for what it's worth, the force field was controlled by the panel in front of her. So Oh, okay, she did Oh, I thought she no. controlled something. Okay. Um, boy, that would be something to hack right there. Turn that force field on with her in there. Um, you could. Is there, like, just... Do I recognize that? Oh, there's just a button that I can just press. <laughs> just you can try. You can try to in. do that. Yeah, you can try. But keep in mind that this area is huge, and that probably don't want her to get away with this uh, this package, since that kind of is the whole reason you came here was to get this. So it's up to you. Oh, uh, uh, I, I was hoping that was like maybe a Death Star. Uh channel we, we we lock her in there it's the inside of it's the inside something of, up on no. the other side <laughs> it's the inside of the planet it's it's massive all right Lots of all stuff. right i know you've been waiting to do this go ahead give an attack of opportunity what are you Mo. doing for the robot i'm just gonna, i'm gonna fly straight at her and oh <laughs> but you get your attack of opportunity missed by a mile nice Rolls Rolls great so you turn on your jetpack and fly yep. right up to her Indeed, I do. And because I have a haste circuit, I'm going to full attack. Full as an F O O L. What do you mean? Well, what? it may take some kind of action to activate the jackpot. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to look that up. All right. So that's what I didn't want to do. All right. If you really don't want to do it, you can move back. You fly at a speed of 30 feet. You can use this cruising flight at a usage of only one charge per minute, but you're flat footed and off target while doing so. So changing from normal flight to cruising flight or vice versa is a standard action, blah, blah, blah. So basically, you can fly up to her and start attacking. Um, I'll it say says you're off your target, moves. is it? Yeah, you're flat-footed and off target while using a cruising flight. But she, he's using it as normal flight, so you're not. Cruising flight's like a hover mode type thing. Yeah, and it uses way less power. Okay, just attack. You moved okay. out there. We're getting too well. Intense. I'm still looking to see. Well, you guys asked if whether or not it takes a, a standard action to activate this. It doesn't. And I good. answered your question, and the answer is no. Okay. All right. So I'm going to do a full attack. Cornell. Uh, wow. You hit very. Hard. You hit very hard. Oh wait. You got a minus four to hit. Uh yes. So yeah, that my twenty six might have uh, uh, missed. Did Rusty? Twenty uh, six oh, hit. She's five no, she's not. Though. She's not. It doesn't matter. The no, second she's hit. not this round. The first one hit, the second one missed. Here, I'll do it again. Hold on. Uh, you actually missed because uh, it was minus four. So right. she's You're not done. five foot? No, she's not. Uh, modified robot is up, Steven. That one that's just standing there that has taken no damage. What do you want to do with that thing? I will. Uh, let's move that one into, into a position to flank with null nine. There you go. And then he attacks. Nice. Hits you for two. Uh, actually, damage. I don't know if she doesn't actually flank. It's not a true flank. She doesn't have a melee weapon, but okay. Uh, true. 35 definitely but a 35 hits. still hits you. Totally hits. <laughs> it still hit. It did two points of damage. Yeah, DR10. DR Tuttle hits the button repeatedly, right? What? Um, no, I'm going to do a full attack on the one that's flanking Cheddar that Bob put to get put his 
And she's got weapon spikes, so she does flank. Ooh. Um, actually, if you have a line beam, you actually could get three targets right now. Well, Cheddar could. I can't. Yeah, yeah, oh, Cheddar has that line. Right. Sorry, I got I got which of you uh, confused. Sorry. It's for 10 points of damage. Rolling well. Are you going again? You're yeah, I just... Attack, right? That is a lot of ones. Cheddar's up. What's Cheddar gonna do? Cheddar's not looking too good. Razorback. Oh wow! Doesn't even move out of the way. Four misses. Okay, the modified robot is between Cheddar and the other yeah. one. What's yeah, he gonna do, there we go. Steven? Full attack on Cheddar. Oh man, poor Cheddar. She misses. That's an eight for a miss. For twenty-six misses, Cheddar. Um, be twenty-eight. Uh, that's a twenty-eight. Where are you trying yeah, to get Cheddar it actually killed? Did. Sorry, I actually reversed it. The second one missed. It's still it hit. One missed, one hit. Um, thirteen points of damage. Cheddar's still alive, kind of. Akira, the... Cheddar will remember your betrayal, John. Yes, Akira, you're up. I feel bad for Cheddar. I do. I really do. At, at the oh same time, God. poor Cheddar. Know, oh, they are replaced. I mean, drones are replaceable. So, I mean, to some degree, he's there to take some hits. All right, I'm going to take a shot at her then. Okay, you can. I'm going to. Uh, no pluses or minuses. Are you going to use your scope? No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Using scope to avoid any kind of cover. Plus, plus one for Mo. From Mo. Plus from one for Mo. Coordinated oh shot. God. A Any two. Does that hit? Natural two. Great. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> oh, bummer. Oh, no. Oh, no. The robot flanking cheddar. What's it going to do? What's it going to do? Yeah, Steven? there we go. The robot should press the button. <laughs> it's going to uh, grind that cheddar. Oh, poor cheddar. Nice. Turn it to shredded cheddar. Cheddar. Five misses. 19 does Team not, hits. however. 11 oh, points wow. of damage. How much of the Cheddar has 11 hit points left. Cheddar is, is sparking and leaking fluids, but he, he's still up. He's still fighting. Null 9 from outer space is up. Null 9 is going to activate the cruising speed on her jetpack and fly straight up. Wow. All right, great. Uh, for uh. I respond with a whatchamajig attack, a attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. Jeez. Unless Steve objects. All right. No attack. I do not. Damn. 41 <laughs> points of damage. Dang. She's still alive, though. Um, Love it. Cruising speed. How far does she get? She gets... What does it really do? It just allows her to fly away faster? I mean, it doesn't really change anything. Double move, or... I don't know. Wait, hold on. Let me... Take a look. Because it says you just get 30, and then if you use this cruising flight, it usage of only one charge per minute, but you're flat-footed off target while doing so. I think the cruising is just like if you want to go like long distance or something, right? Yeah, I don't think it actually makes her go any faster or anything. Nope, but she wants to get out of there. Okay. It's your, it's your character. Uh, let me show where she is. You can just do it sideways. I mean... Move 30 feet sideways. No, I have it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. You got your fancy UI there. 
Yeah, so she's 30 away because it was standard to turn to cruising mode and then move. So she's she's 30 away, John. Rusty's up. None of you can see her, by the way. She's out of sight. The only one who can see her is yeah. now. Honestly, at this point, then, my goal is to, short term, is just trying to save Cheddar, which is seems kind of sad in context. Uh, okay, though. Okay. But there is the goal of maybe someday actually winning this encounter. So... Uh, I'm going to get an attack of opportunity anyway, so I'm going to start by a... Okay, I am going to shoot the one that I shot last time. A one. I choose to re-roll that. Uh, you'll notice I have not used Gedim against this one. You used against the maintenance robots? I did. I, I used all my abilities against the maintenance robot last time, and with four of us attacking it, it stayed alive, even though it had already taken 45 damage. We no, I was just checking to make round. sure it has intelligence. <laughs> it actually does have intelligence, so that's fine. Oh, okay. I see. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking about how, how much we were pathetic. No, no. I was sad. just making sure that the robot had intelligence, so you can do Okay. That. I was answering the question about if we were pathetic and sad in the affirmative. So uh, but at the same time, I am. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Anyhow, you may go. 31 against the maintenance robot. Yeah, that doesn't. First it tries to attack of opportunity and misses. But you hit it. 15 points of damage. Still alive. Okay, now I'm going to move. Attack of opportunity. Nice. It already got it. It already took its attack of opportunity. Ah. Where are you moving? What? You're going to get a whole whole bunch of attacks. I'm going to get one more, not two more. Ten more. One more attack of opportunity from the one that I was trying to kill. It's rusty. All right. Based on the concept, he is from that edge. Can I see her nibs yes, up in the sky? definitely. Great. So yeah, I will have the yeah. option, possibly, the next time to give bonuses to Mo to make sure that he actually succeeds in the yes. mission. Yes. I was taking the hit so that next round I could actually do that. All right. That modified robot, Steven, is kind of in the middle of nowhere now, but Tuttle's next to him and... Kiro's next to him, equidistant. Cheddar's ten away. What's that robot going to do? Go after Tuttle. Good choice. Slam. Tuttle, I presume. It's Mr. Tuttle. 17 points of damage. So mean to the mouse. You are mean. Mo, what are you doing? I don't even want to know. Mr. Mouse in the nose. Okay. He kicks... Alright. Mo has a... uh, He's got a customize Nox. <laughs> I can't even say it. Nox. I can't even joke about it. It's so stupid. Uh, I'm just going to hit the afterburners and go after her. Uh, and I know that gives the uh, robot an attack of opportunity. So do your worst, modified maintenance bot. Misses a three. mile. And because I have a hate circuit, I do you like, like that, that new armor. I do like that new armor, although... Uh, I hope that new armor's effect is that it makes attacks of opportunity miss. Uh, I am going to uh, full attack. Still have that haste circuit burning. Boy, the haste circuit has helped so much this fight. (laughs) You know, it's barely haste circuits. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, I know. You never activated yours. I actually don't have. Well, it doesn't really work unless you're doing, you know, full attacks and. Yeah, that's the that's the issue. Yeah. yeah, well, okay. Uh, all right, I'm going to attack with the ultra thin uh, long swords. Uh, uh, full attack, so minus fours here. Poor, poor, poor null nine. Null nine from outer space. Oh no! Go! Damn! Wow! 
And there you go. All right. 49 points of damage. Dude, that's crazy. OP. All right. Um, Grab her before she falls to the ground. Well, there's what gets interesting. Hold on. Oh, God. You well, got she's your got her little hovering done. jets. You're done. She has her uh, hovering jets. It's okay. No, she's flying. She's in cruising mode. She might be oh, like... Oh, cruising. Uh, oh, sorry. It might right. be like cruise control in your car, and she's just going to keep flying away. It's kind of like that Rick and oh, Morty episode. That's true, yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> or it might uh, turn off. Gra- and gra- says, gra- gra- Grapple maneuver? Can you grapple her? Well, oh, well it's not my turn. Oh, you're, you're done. right. You're done. I'm sorry. Well, that modified robot is uh, now hovering and flying... It's next to Rusty, and Noel just got killed. So, what do you want to do, Stephen? Oh, wait. Does it have any? Does it have orders without her? Yeah. Yeah. It's kill, crush, crush destroy. Yeah. Let's crush, go. kill, destroy. Uh, yeah. Let's attack uh, uh, Rusty there. Yeah. Yes. Full no, attacks. Pretty, Everyone, on, hit converge on Rusty. It's a fair cop. Oh, Rusty's taking <laughs> right damage. Getting face. it to right. the meats. You need it. You need an armor upgrade, Rusty. Yeah, yeah, apparently so. Maybe we'll get an armor out of this one, Rusty. You can get uh, yep. Akira's next hand me down. All right, save Cheddar. Aeon tunnels up. Aeon tunnels up. He's got someone blocking him, though. That was, that what are you going to do, Aeon Tuttle? Uh, Dr. Tuttle. Uh, guarded step back. And I'm going to push the button because there's a heal in there and there's an armor class boost there. So I'm going to push the button. Oh, boy, here we go. Roll a one. Oh, oh, 83. I'm going to do 83. Ironically, yeah, I don't know why it went one. twice. It's the one I rolled. Um, ooh, 47 would have been very good. You would have liked that one. 83. He sprung a leak. Cheddar starts to leak. Slippery grease onto the floor. On Cheddar's turn, he can target one 10-foot square next to him and create an area affected by the grease spell. Any creature in that area of the grease must succeed at a DC... 20 reflex save or fall prone. A creature can walk within or without the area at half normal speed with a successful DC 10 acrobatics check. Failure means the creature can't move and must succeed at reflex save or fall prone. If you don't move, you don't need to succeed. So, all that damage has made his hydraulic fluid leak, and now he can aim it and cause havoc on the floor. Wait, why, why is Cheddar looking at me right now? Wait, what's going on? Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. You can put it down wherever you want. It's ten by ten. It's uh, it's a free wait. Act. Are these robots flying? I think that should be clear. Are they? They're flying. Uh, the right? robot? No, no. They're not. These aren't flying. They're like on the ground. The one that's there. They flew it in and then landed. So they they were flying. And they Actually, were. I guess right. I'm gonna put it the ten by ten on Cheddar's spot. Hmm. Okay. Um, that gets yeah. them both. Okay, you can do it on top of him, but it would still have to go like uh, either to like the left or right. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, all right, then go, go sort of, um, go Chitter to the can't one. Move with a... Well, you know what? Skip this. Let's just attack. Well, it goes somewhere. <laughs> Where do you want it to go? You can go there. That's fine. That one looks fine. Uh, I, I believe he has a, a decent enough chance to actually kill that one, but I don't know. I mean, he, but it's taken an awful lot of damage. Go, go, Cheddar, chasing you attacking. Yeah, sorry. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. That thing is refusing to die. How many hit points do these things have? It's taken at least 70 or 80 points. And Two it's hit points left. It's a minion. Oh, oh, there's one robot 
flanking chatter. What are you going to do, Steven? Right. I don't get to go? No, you go next. Look no, you order. go next. It goes every, it's uh, been going every other. I see a maintenance robot after me in the order. There's one yes. in front of you. Yeah, yeah, there's one in front of you. Uh, yeah. Your UI might be wrong. Or you Let's just take have advantage to of this. Steven, and, I, before you kill Cheddar, I want to say that just, you know, we do have fans out there and they like Cheddar more than any of us because Cheddar's less annoying than the rest of us. I don't want you to actually, you know, have to deal with them at conventions. Ah. I'm only thinking of you at the moment. I think you overestimate. <laughs> yeah. So if you know a little bit about my history, uh, I don't care. Uh, so ah. Cheddar gets two slams. Nice. You know, Steven is proudly a member of the... You're going to uh, get two misses. You're going to get two misses. I'm not worried. What are you a member of, Steven? Satanic Temple. Right. Oh, he's really? A proud member of the Satanic Temple. Plus, he's evil. Don't you know that? Awesome. Well, actually, which is different, because Satanic Temple members are not necessarily evil. Oh. Yeah. Well, welcome, to, welcome to the D20 algorithm. Oh my god, he did oh. 10 points of damage. Jenner has one hit point left. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, wow. Cheddar refuses to die. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Cheddar has one hit point left, and the robot who's going next, who's everyone's been banging on, has two hit points left. He has two hit points. Akira... I don't know if Akira can do two hit points damage. Akira I don't know. Is I mean, up. I'm not sure. As a full. Round is it Kira <laughs> cast another uh mirror image? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna go like go get lunch and cast mirror image? Is that what you wait? Wait, wait, wait. He needs he needs to get behind some cover first. I, just I do say. feel yeah, that yeah. I feel that one image is not enough. I do feel that. Like, okay, in my heart, okay. I do, I do it's feel your chance, Akira. Be a hero, be a hero, yeah. man. All right, I will be a hero as a full round action. I cast a spell oh, and God. Three. Oh, it's a freaking magic missile. Three <laughs> missiles. Taking a chance. Not even taking a chance. Well, the first, the first one's missile the only one needed. goes yeah. after the guy to the right. Yes. Okay, it misses because it has a shield. No. Wouldn't no, that be funny? Actually, no, no. Actually, actually, no. You know what? Actually, okay. So yeah, the magic missile is cast. First missile is going to the one to the south. Okay. Oh, you're building. Oh, you just tension? want dramatic tension, really? No, there's a reason. All right, so it's because okay. uh, right. this one is actually one d four plus six damage because of my feet. Okay, roll that one. Ah, that makes sense. Very good. Roll that one. So the next one's only going to do one damage. That's what you're saying. That one takes what? nine. Oh my god! Wow. Nice. Okay, you hit the one to the south. Nine damage still alive. All right, so the second missile goes to the one to the south. Chris, drama, dramatic tension. It's great for four damage. Should I, should I triple up there, or what should I do? Yeah, uh, oh, wait. You're almost got it on the ropes. You should do Hat it. trick? Oh, no, we'll do, we'll do the okay, the one to the right. Yes, there you go. Four damage. Oh, he rolls a four for damage. Nice. Glory of the kill. You could have rolled the one. Yeah, and, and one that would have done two damage. It's, yeah, it's one d four plus one. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, all right. Exactly. So you don't know about spells. No, no, Leave no. that to the book learning folk. All right. Yeah. No, all right. no, no. Okay, that robot, by the way, falls to the ground, and since it's on grease, it just slides all over the place. No nine. Well, I'll let Steven decide. So, no nine's dead, but what happens to her body since you put it on cruise control? You tell me. Uh, she's still going up. There you go. Look at that. 90 away. She's just flying away from you, Mo. Fly, fly, fly away. 
Um, this area inside the planet is massive. Um, there's definitely also like other little chambers and stuff. So you're not exactly sure. She was obviously trying to escape through maybe some side passage, but her dead body's flying away from you, Mo. Lusty, you're up. You got a robot right in front of you, by the way. Oh, when do I not have a robot right in front of me? What I can't hear you. You're still deaf. Yeah, okay. Uh, 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 get him! And I point at the one that just had two magic missiles fired at it that had also taken damage earlier. And is also on Cheddar. I am hoping Cheddar will withdraw this round. But in the meantime, I am taking another attack of opportunity so I can do both of my things. And I want to clean up another robot. So, uh, first, get him. I scream out for, well, only Akiro and me. Actually, I'm going to make point of not actually letting him be else hear me. Uh, I can't hear you. I'm done. I know. And then I'm going to actually attack and bluff. And I rolled another one. That's like what a tenth. How one. many ones Ooh. have I rolled? I think four. We've actually had more than ten ones, actually. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean all of you. I mean, I've done four. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. It's because Steven's here. What did you do, Steven? You're messing up the energy. There we go. All right, that's a little more like I, I lied earlier. He's uh, been perverting my design, so I've cursed him. There you go. See, I that's hope fair. So. I have no problem. I hope, also, I hope back so. Opportunity on me. Revenge is completely acceptable. You do 19 damage. The robot does 17 points of damage and cheddar. Sorry. And ah, uh, there's red on me. I've taken actual hit point damage. Into no! the meat. Into the meat. Whoops. I've taken a harm. All right. The robot way to the north is five away from Tuttle, 15 away from Makiro, and 20 away from Cheddar. What does it do, Steven? You tell me. Uh, move up and attack Tuttle. Attacks and hits. 17 points of damage. Ouch. Mo, what are you going to do? You're running out yeah, of haste, sir. You only have two rounds left. Grapple that, and grapple that thing. He's flying away from you. Okay, so um, higher adventure path if you don't grab. How fast is she moving, by the way? Double move, sixty. Mm, okay. And Mo can only move thirty because they're both using jetpacks. Um, well, I can do a double move also. Yes, uh, you can. And take a uh, a full action. Um, right. So what I'm going so to do I is that grapple. Grapple. Uh, they all have to deal uh, with robots. Mm, yeah, I have a haste circuit. Can you do a double move? Haste circuit for a move, then do another move. He has a standard action. He's right. In fact, the haste circuit does that specifically. I can take. Except, how would a haste circuit? I guess how would it affect your jetpack? Well, I mean, that's okay. I'm saying basically, if I'm allowed to take a double move, the way that I oh, I you know why? Because it's the haste spell, so it's actually magic. All right, I'll say. Um, increased by 30 feet, all modes of movement, all the hasted modes of movement, including base, burrow, fly, climb, increase. Okay, it's an enchantment. It actually says an enchantment. I'll say, you. yeah, you get it. So, okay, you, you catch up to her. All right, so I've caught up with her. Uh, she is a limp uh, doll. I assume I am familiar with this uh the setup. She's not like super, super big, right? She's like a normal size. No, no. Okay. You you can try to grapple her. And yeah, then... I'm gonna I'm gonna grapple her, and I don't know, like use my tail to like aim her feet down or something like that. <laughs> uh, it's 
yeah, that's basically what I'm going to do. So I don't know if that's a strength uh, check. Well, once you have a grapple, I think. Yeah. Typically, that's what it would be. But this could be anything. Acrobatics. It could be athletics. No, it's not. It's a specific attack. Uh, hold on. I'll do it. Well, it's a dead character, though. It's not like it's uh, I'm not attacking, though. Yes, you are. Oh, OK. It's part it's it's part of it's considered. Just trust me where it's working. All right. Out, all right. right. Well, I mean, the good news is you, you roll a you roll a uh, a thirty eight, uh, sorry a thirty six for your grapple check. You rolled an eighteen, so more than enough to grab onto this creature, and now you are both flying with the greatest of ease. Okay. All right, you got her. That's the good thing. Uh, modified bot is in front of Rusty. What does it do, Steven? Back on Rusty. It smells blood. Well, I really want to reason with these. I'm going to have a conversation. And apparently my conversation was extremely effective. It's funny. And Tuttle, you got a robot in front of you. Oh, dude. Um, Save Cheddar. Actually, you know what? I'm going to run and eat an attack of opportunity and try to help Cheddar. Oh, I was joking. All right. Swings and misses with a four. Okay, you get there. 25. What's your movement? Oh, you're oh, 30. Pistol. There you go. Oh, so close. So close. 16 points of damage. It's almost dead. Almost. Cheddar's up. Cheddar's gonna be brave. Cheddar has one hit point left. The robot has barely any hit points left. Mono a mono. Let's see what happens. I'm sorry, I didn't actually want I didn't want to do junk cannon though. Because oh, that would have been an attack of opportunity. So I don't know if you want to redo that. Ah, it's fine. It only had like two hit points left, so any attacks would have hit it. You rolled an 18. So you hit it with your razor wings and it dies. And Cheddar somehow is still alive. The Kiro's up. All right. So there's just one. Ro- oh, no, there's two robots. One of them's on me, and one of them probably actually still sees that Cheddar's wounded. So. And Rusty is starting to bleed. You don't recognize it because you've never seen this before. Also, my blood is coming out kind of a greenish gray. No, never mind. No, it's fine. It's normal. It's blood. a ball, I, ball yeah, fluid. Exactly. <laughs> Do you even have blood? Yeah. The, um, the, the spot to the left of Rusty is, can I move there? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, Rusty is leaking and bombing fluid. Okay, so I move there. I still have my Jolting Surge charge, and I will attack it with that. Since that's touch, doesn't it provoke? It does not. Specifically, does not in the nature of the spell. Um, all right, so it's actually, because I did this wrong last time, I got my base attack bonus, plus 11. Do I get any pluses from you? No, no. not this time. No? Okay. Yeah, nothing. Um, I, I killed the robot that... Uh, I rolled a You hit? Ooh, yeah. nice. Okay. Barely. Yeah, you rolled an, uh, an 8 or 4 19. 17 damage as I as I touch it with electrical energy and it shocks it. Is it vulnerable to electricity? It is. Nice. So that's an extra uh what is it? An extra seven. Excellent. Twenty-four points of damage. Poor null nine. Poor null nine. Null nine is flying. Well, away. you don't mess with Mo. Mo is way she, she, too dangerous. Uh you can call uh, her uh null mine from now on. Uh, Esram, I'd like you to do a little role-playing for Null-9 as a corpse. 
That was much better than I expected. All right, well, that's great. <laughs> wow, that 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 was pretty good. Uh, Rusty's up. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pile. Everything I do now is an anticlimax. All right, uh, except for one thing. Uh, you know what? Akira got near an enemy for the first time. I want him to enjoy this experience. I have one mirror image left. Uh, so I, I am going to <clears throat> move five feet away in a safe manner. Oh, wow. And now I'm going to shoot it in the face. What you, what you, uh, it, is, it is now flat-footed, so... On the other hand, I did absolutely no damage to it. So. Aren't fine things normally flat-footed anyway? No, they shouldn't be. No, they're not. Not unless they if have. You're in this cruising thing. Yeah, they have to be in cruising. Though. Um, who's up? Oh, the modified one that's way in the north, Stephen. You still got two guys alive left. What are you going to do with them? And you still have people that are damaged, so you might be able to kill someone. Yeah, it's not over yet. Yeah, I'm going to uh, move down to uh, the rat and and. Oh, I'm I'm actually just gonna shoot the rat from there. Oh, you have they, they have guns. I well, that's we need, actually yeah, that's a gun on his shoulder, right? Forced laser beam. Is it a full attack? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Except for oh, one okay, small only... problem. Oh, All right, right. AR tunnel is highly resistant to fire. And I can't be critted. Yeah, I'm immune to crits. Because you're a god. A god am I. That's ridiculous. So in reality, that crit did did one point of damage because it was 11 and you have DR 10 to fire. So there you go. You only did one. Tuttle is not your average bear. He's (laughs) son of a. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you hit twice. Oh, God. Yeah, so Tuttle opened up, just a little history, Stephen. Tuttle opened up a loot box of wonder, and that's that thing I had uh, Thirsty Hillman write for us, which is basically a... Deck of many things. Deck of many things. Oh, okay, yeah. Starfinder. And there's two tables. And the first table is you roll a 1D100. He rolled a 100, which means you roll on the greater loot box of wonder. He rolled on that one. And then he got to change his subtype, and he chose Aeon. So he is now half-god. The crazy thing is, this is the second time Jason has done this. In Iron Gods, he was drinking the Numerian fluid, rolled the 100, and then rolled a 2 in the subtable and became a mutant. Yeah. Basically giving him, like, two levels. Loot boxes. They're the bane of game design. Shame on Thirsty. Shame on him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the bane of video games, that's for sure. No, no, no. Good for Thirsty. (laughs) Hey, man. We call it a fun. It's great for role-playing, though. It's not called a loot box. It's a surprise mechanic. That's what they call it. (laughs) Right. They're not loot boxes. Uh, Mo, you're going to need all your effort to control and fly back all nine. You can't do uh, that, that is what Mo is going to be doing. He's going to use there all his go. effort to do so, and he's going to be turning off his haste circuit. Well, Actually, no, circuit. let it run out. I'm just going to let it run out. It doesn't matter. All right. Modified robot who's now next to Akiro, who still has one. Oh, uh, can you move me back that... down to, to 30? Yeah, yeah. I'll take care of it. Um, uh, it will attack Akiro. Full attack. Akiro, don't worry about that. I'm sure it won't be a problem. I have pretty good new armor, but you wouldn't tell from the, all these hits. 
Um, roll a 1d2 to see if it hits you, because you still have one image up. Okay. It hits you with a right, 17. So one. one hits you. Oh, it hit him. Nice. Yep, good job. Aeon Tuttle is still up. Aeon Tuttle gets hit twice and takes a whopping one point of damage as the fire bathes him in glory. I'm going to do full attack on that guy. Oh, come on. Poor little robot. He's just minding his own business. No, they're really not. Five ain't going to cut it, though. Uh, 19 does. 11 points of damage. is still alive. Oh, baby. Okay. Um, Cheddar's up. Cheddar's got one hit point left. What are you going to do? Speaking of still alive, Cheddar's up. And Cheddar's in Greece, too. Well, Cheddar's going to go ahead and fire his junk cannon. Oh, my God. Cheddar is in his own filth. Sets a grease <laughs> fire and dies in the grease fire. I'm going to say that could happen. Nice. Revenge. Oh, I don't know about it's revenge. I would say if he had, he had if he'd rolled a one, that was a possibility. Well, we're known for that. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kiro is up. Poor Kiro. You have plus two to hit, but, you know, you're going to probably run you're, away. You're, you're, you're moving there. Okay, you get attack of opportunity. No, no, I'm in control. I move there five foot away, and I shoot my gun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Likely story. You get no plus, right? You should use your hot, shocky hands. Yes, you have plus two from me. Yeah, the shocky hands are good, but it's standard action to cast it. Nice. Liquidator, disintegrator, and I'm done. Rusty. All right, I'm going to yell, get him, which will not affect me or Kiro, and I'm going to then shoot it. Or, or Mo, because he's... <laughs> Is that a 36? Uh, it's 38. It, the, the one plus one. I rarely even look since you just do it automatically all the time. Well, what I think get I a figured plus what? A 31 made it against one of the robots, so I've just... So what is it? A plus plus what it's, to hit him? It's plus four to hit for me. Uh, sorry, I've done plus two to hit for me. Subtract two from your modify. I'm sorry. And, you and there we go. I missed. That's why. Wow, you missed on a 19. Ouch. No, it wasn't a 19. It was the original roll missed. I was just... Putting in the sound yep. effect, John. Oh, uh, John, you have the creature. You can't. You can fly back down with it and land, yeah. but you can't attack. You still have. No, I'm. Oh, no, I didn't think I was going to attack. These uh, these guys are. Yeah, they they they've got the situation under control. Uh, Mo, we need you to kill this robot for us. Oh, please! All right, there's one robot flying out there. What's it doing, Stephen? Look, it has it has a whole array of things it can do. What is it going to do? Your choice. Dealer's choice. Self-destruct. It's uh, it's going to move up and attack Rusty. It's still smelling blood. Excellent yeah, choice. Fair, fair enough. Attack Rusty. Yeah, that's an audience. Attack easy. protocol. Yes! Crit. Rusty is <laughs> wow. almost dead. Wow. Well. Won't that be fun? Aeon Tuttle, what do you do? Do you save Cheddar or do you save Rusty? I'm going to go ahead and do a single attack on the robot. He didn't answer the question. Well, killing the robot is saving. Both <laughs> Can't it be both? Yeah, 13 points of damage. That poor robot. Cheddar. Ooh, Cheddar's still up. Really? Junk cannon on the robot. Akiro, Akiro the hero. What are you gonna do? All right, I'm gonna. I'll actually full round attack it too. Why not? 
Do oh I get a plus? God. No. Plus four for me, yes. No, because I can't hear you. Ah, plus trying. two. Good point. You do have plus two. It's flat-footed. It's a minus two. Was it worth it? Was it worth worth it, Jason? Was the ghetto blaster worth it? I think so. Sauce for the goose, Mr. Savick. Good music. <laughs> that was worth it. I'm telling you right now, that was worth it. I think we can... Oh, hold on, my second attack. That was worth it. That was worth it. Here we go. Second attack. It's like the 20th one this combat. You get a minus four to hit, though, right? Right? Oh, that's true. Minus six. <laughs> so it's, oh, minus four to, to that roll, yeah. yeah. You missed. I Rusty, about that. <laughs> what are you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Got one robot in front of you. Doesn't look good. One. Well, okay, I'm going to move uh, in a five-foot manner away from it. Use your um, your uh, Envoy healing ability. Oh, wait, I forgot. Sorry. Yes, I'm going to use my Envoy... I, I don't understand. What's that? I, I don't think such a thing exists. Mo, we need we need Mo to finish. Yeah, I know. It's always coming down to that. <laughs> All right, so everyone has a plus two because of my clever feint. Give me a get flat-footed. Oh, nice. You, Glory of the kill. You saved there your own go. bacon. Oh, oh, don't wow. worry, don't worry, guys. I had this one all along, just like that you last got one. got that. I well done. No, yeah. no, I had it. Don't worry. Nice. So, Steven, I wanted to just say something. This is the exact opposite of what all of our other combats are. Usually, <laughs> Mo is red the entire time. And uh, these guys were in the mix this time it was like a checkerboard well of, when you say these guys were in the these mix, guys is everyone who not was Mo. brave uh cheddar's brave. always in there cheddar's always he, he's, cheddar he's, is he's, <laughs> cheddar, brave but, you're uh, right okay let's, uh, the, let's the fact that mo isn't red is just it's i think the first fight that we've really had this, for like this, a this is fight. like the first fight the mo's not red <laughs> however it's not the first fight in which akiro is in no way scratched oh akiro Akira is never scratched. Tuttle is sort of scratched. Cheddar Tuttle is tends always... to be rear with the gear. Yeah. yeah. Akira is a glass cannon. He does not like to be up front. Cheddar is always in some manner of disrepair. I have to say, getting him down to exactly one hit point. Well done, Steven. I know you planned that all along. Oh, yeah. No, of course I did. It was pretty cool. Uh, you know, oh. now I feel uh, justified. Justified so by having... Uh, Noel Nine, come back to life and and shoot Cheddar with her dying breath. Oh no, that that would yeah. She's got a resurrection though. circuit. Actually, we've seen that before. <laughs> so I'm curious, what like I mean, as the author of this, um, is this sometimes how the fight goes, or is this like par for the course? Well, I haven't seen too many actual plays of this, uh, oh, but yeah, okay. it's pretty much par for the course. Nil Nine's whole thing is to try to get the hell out of there with the circuit. Her biggest oh. goal is to get out of there with the circuit. So in a lot of ways, uh, the maintenance spots are there to cover her. Um, if I had a chance, I, I have a, a grenade I would have thrown that, to slow you down, but I took the opportunity. I tried to run with it. Um, uh, didn't work out for me because of the hay circuit. Yeah, that's the hay circuit hasn't been that hasn't really changed the fight it's helped in a couple like uh rounds here and there but the haste circuit completely turned uh mo into just like you can't get away with him like like, like he was just like on Dude, mo like, likes to do lots of full attacks so it's like, like white to get to move and full attack is pretty good 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't, I usually do a move and an attack to aim, so it doesn't really help as much. Right. But the increased speed is good. Yeah, and we only really had one flyer. Like, I don't have a jetpack. Well, I just got it. I mean, that's I that's why you put it on that uh, armor so that one, at least one of the characters has a chance of, like, you know, closing the gap. And in our case, it was a character who had a haste circuit as well. So that was a pretty gnarly combination. I, I have flight, but I'm out of third level spells completely. Ah. Technically, Tuttle has a jetpack, but I'm not sure you wanted to send him after the bad guy. Well... Oh, uh, so sure yeah, your Aeon Tuttle, though. I don't know what her, her attacks are. Like, she didn't have any super nasty uh, attacks. She was more like just, like, get her before she runs away, I think, right? Yeah. So more importantly, I'm getting in context that she has a temporal disruption grenade, that, and I'd like that if, I, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's loot. So I'm going to say you go through Null 9. The, of course, the maintenance robots have nothing whatsoever. Null 9 has... A ton of things. It has a um, specialist defiant series armor with weapon spikes all over it. A white force field. A minor disruption rifle. And tons of grenades. Too many to count. So you can just grab uh, them all. She's an envoy, right? Yes. So this is envoy gear. Uh, she's actually a hybrid soldier envoy. There you go. I heard the creator of the class and the creator of this dungeon describe nope. it as an envoy on envoy fight, and I'm going to believe him. Hunter loot? It's hunter loot. Uh, what's, that, kind what, of, wait, what's that armor called? Specialist what? Uh, there we go. By the way, I posted it in. Female android envoy slash soldier right from the book itself? Meh. I don't know. It is Specialist Defiant series armor, whatever that is. The gear Specialist probably, Defiant Probably pretty series. good. Yeah, probably. I'm trying to find it. I don't see it in the list. Oh, it's heavy armor. Nice, Bob! I wear, I, wear, I wear heavy is armor. It? It's heavy okay, armor! Yeah. It's heavy <laughs> armor. Oh, right, just, look at this! Oh, it's level Wait, no. 10! Level, dude! No, oh my god, the bonus is Wait. out of control! No. Oh, oh my god, okay. Yeah, it's oh plus lord. It's EAC is plus 15. It's KAC is plus 18. Armor check penalty minus 4. Sorry, uh, Chris. Uh, nope, that's armor check penalties for skills. Uh, yeah, well, that's all right. You don't need this one. Mo has no skills. And the upgrades, three upgrade slots. Look at that. Oh, oh. Wait, this thing is a beast. Well, yes. okay. So you know what we could really do about this, though? Here, how about I take the jetpack, that, that element, off of it, and I'll just take the grenades, and we'll call it a wash. Uh, you can have my second-hand armor that... Mo actually. You can't wear that. That's heavy armor. Also. That's heavy oh, armor. He can take Sorry, the jetpack, though. He can take the jet. Yes, pack. I'll take the jetpack and I'll take all the grenades. Just nope. I want the jetpack. Uh, well, all right. Well, you guys fight over the jetpack. Uh, uh, I actually have an argument that you actually have flying as a spell. Yeah, you have flying. And also, you it's better for you me to have be able to constantly see and get to a uh, moving around creature so that yeah, I can. You have teleportation. You don't need a freaking jetpack. I need a jetpack because I'm afraid that yeah. if Rusty no, does, he's no, going to no, fly no. away. Dude, you, you got ah. the last armor. Jesus Christ, Chris. away. You got to put in check that, that natural inclination to grab the uh, good stuff. Okay, so uh, what was the laser? You mentioned a laser as well. Minor disruption rifle. Is that like my rifle or is it better? 
I'm gonna look it up. What's it called again? Minor disruption rifle. Thank you. Uh, it is long arms level. Oh, there's a level nine or a level fourteen. Three D eight. Level nine one. Okay, three D eight. Uh, sonic range fifty. That's it. That yeah, that's is it. good. Okay, three D eight sonic. Um, yeah, really? that that's good. pretty good. Huh. I use long arms. Uh, I do not have long arms, sadly, because that's an upgrade. I don't. I don't use long arms. I thought about taking them once or twice, but I never yeah, got around too. to it. All right, there um, it is. Let me see if it's an upgrade, though. Let me look and see. I also don't mind if Doctor Tuttle gets the uh, the jetpack, but you know, certainly. This not. is the. I, mean, I already have stuff a jetpack. So there we go. Five Great. high capacity Kalishi batteries. Three temporal disruption grenades, five disruption grenades, one minor disruption pistol, and one major disruption pistol. Okay, now having demanded all the grenades, I actually already have two temporal disruption grenades. Let's spread those around. The idea is they have an area of effect ability that can actually stun creatures for one round. Uh, It is a level 10 grenade. Wow, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, stunned one round is the damage. Doesn't do any actual damage, but uh, Chris, as you well know, stunning something for an entire round is huge. It's a side grade for me, Chris. It's I go from uh, heat damage to sonic damage, basically. What's it called? I can't even find it. Okay, it's uh, called... The, the grenade or the his weapon? No, the rifle. Right. There you go. I just posted everything. That's, that's literally everything you found. There's a link there, Chris, uh, for the rifle. It's the minor. You found the ah. major disruption pistol? That does 3d6 sonic damage level 12. Minor wait, disruption wait. rifle does 3d8 sonic. Oh, yeah, wait. that's an upgrade for me. Wait, 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 wait. This is a pistol or a rifle? Read what I just wrote in there. You He's found got, I'm looking all at small arms, long arms, and grenades. Right, there's, a, there's one of each. Look above it. There's I listed everything. Five high-capacity batteries. Oh, I see. Three temporal saying. disruption grenades, five disruption grenades, one minor disruption pistol, one major disruption pistol, and one minor disruption rifle. You found every single thing except a major disruption rifle. That's the only Yeah, the, the major disruption pistol is very good for a pistol user like one of you guys. Uh, I'm actually going to, the, the one thing I am going to claim, I'm taking all the disruption grenades. I tend to be our grenade thrower and that does much <sighs> more damage than what I have. How much does the, I'm sorry, how much does the major disruption pistol do? 3d6 sonic 40 foot range oh that's an upgrade for you Tuttle, right Tuttle, that, yeah that should be yeah uh, that's, that's sonic is a good thing too that, that that's good sonic uh, tends to be one that a lot of people don't have resistance to so yeah you, you want it i mean yeah if you don't you mind. should take it i mean yep all yours chris you're, you're you're in long arms do you care about this uh rifle yeah i want that rifle okay grats it's also okay. got more range than what i have currently uh, each each of you take yep. one of the temporal disruption grenades. There are three of them. Cool. I already have two, so that's fine. All right. As long as Steve puts it on my character. I'm making notes here. I'm going to put it on the characters later. I'm just putting it on. Okay. Yeah. No, that's okay. right. Sure. And five disruption grenades. What are you going to do with those? Uh, I'll take all five. I agree to you or not. If one of you wants one, it's 2d10 with a possible staggered effect if on a crit. I'd like one if possible. Great. Take one. I'll take what's left. I'm out of all the good grenades that I... You remember I had stocked up on those for a long time? It's I'm down. So Because I throw them a lot. <laughs> Use them or lose them. 
which has actually been my exact attitude all along. Of no, uh, it, it's, it's a totally appropriate attitude. Right. Okay. Moog's getting that insane armor. Where's anything else? Are happening? there upgrades? Are there uh, upgrades on it other than jetpacks, Steve? Yes. Weapon spike. Nah. White force field. Nah. Ooh. White, white force white, field. White good, force field. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. That goes. And then the jetpack. Uh, can I can I switch out the haste circuit for the, the the spikes? Well, how many circuits does it? How many uh, spots does it have? It's three. three. So. So the answer yeah. is yes. Yeah. I'm just oh, making a cred stick. Cred stick too, by the way. Ooh, how yeah. much? Ten thousand credits, which we'll never be able to spend. Which you're never going to be able to spend. Let's see if. We have the willpower to throw that to the core of the planet. Oh, we do not. Unfortunately, I have to tell you that Rusty would jump after it. This is what happens. You guys stop Null 9. You get the circuit board. You get all the gear. You sweep through this area. There was some other things left, but there's nothing left. Their ship was here, but it looks like the ship was encoded and has some way. It's going to be too hard for you to actually figure out how to unencode and like hack the ship because it had something to do in with her integrated circuitry and it looks like she was the only one who could fly it so the ship for all intents and purposes is dead i can show it to you there's her ship it's pretty cool huh it's got like skulls on it and stuff however you do remember that the ai back at the, the first moon wanted you to come and bring the circuit board so that you could you know help open up the gate in a controlled manner and then destroy the stellar degenerator. What do you do? Well, we'll bring it back to him. We'll decide later about the whole destroy the degenerator. Did you... Wait, you posted a picture? I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see the picture. I'm looking yeah, for the picture yeah, right neither now. Neither do I. Oh, no, I didn't post a picture. I look at the map. Oh. I just uncovered the map so you can see Oh, it. okay. That's all I did. Oh, that's their... Uh... Oh, that's so funny. That's, um... Wow. Oh, that's the ship. Oh, nice. Uh, can, do we have access to that ship? Like, like we can get inside and all that? I, no. I claim that ship as salvage. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know about that. John, you have a lot of opinions. Like, you actually don't yeah. actually get to yeah. make the decision. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Did, you guys, wait did, anyone, did you guys actually hear what I said? I said <laughs> you tried to go into the ship, but it is geared directly towards Null 9. And you do not have enough time to hack and figure out like how to get a ride to overrides. It's like oh, Mad yeah. Max's car. Right. Yeah, There's yeah. just too much to. Uh, It'll to, blow up. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah, that, you can do it, but you're kind of on on the clock. Yeah, I was about to say that, Steve. Uh, uh, that's what I was saying to Chris. So, but he, he didn't like that. No. <laughs> Did not like that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So we divvied up the loot and. Um, we discovered that we can't hack into her spaceship, so that is probably for the better. Because that ship uh, looks cool; it's got a skull on it and everything. Yeah, it yeah it's a reaver you know ship. That's that's an evil ship. That's like a that's an evil ship. We don't want yeah. ship. And we can't hack it, so we got to go. Um, All right, so we're going to take the uh, this pack back to the not evil AI, the, the AI that we've decided was good, even though, let's be honest, all AIs will eventually turn on us and try and kill us. That is correct. Anyhow, I will say that you take the ship and you more or less maneuver through the gravitational eddies. In addition, you also feel stronger, much stronger. Ooh. 
almost ultimately stronger. You feel like you guys could rest up and uh, level up. Nice. Level <laughs> 11. Oh, that's good. Dun, dun, dun. Excellent. And I'll say you land the ship. Go back to the good AI, Osteth. And uh, what are you going to do? Negotiate uh, with it. Well, yes. Actually, this would be... Well, this is my time. I will make a diplomacy check to have him explain exactly how the mechanism does, works to us before we give it to him. You're doing something, Rusty? Yes, I said uh, so we're going to the AI, and I'm going to very friendly conver- converse with him. Okay. Him well, you're there, it. so start doing it. Yeah. Great. Uh, hi, we'd love, it, love to know exactly what the mechanism is to open this gate to to stop the cult. Could you explain that to us? I mean, in precise detail, so our technology analyst would understand it. I gesture toward Doctor Doctor Aeon Tuttle. Oh, uh, what about me? Mm, not so I much. gesture toward Doctor Aeon Tuttle. <laughs> Oteth says to you it's like oh you've returned excellent excellent i i knew you could take care of those evil cultists uh you have the you have the chipboard i see as well excellent excellent hurry up bring it over so we can uh destroy the stellar degenerator as you promised once and for all yes that's entirely our plan here like i say explain all of the stuff that's going to be needed to make that happen so that we know exactly what we're doing Sure, you can insert the control board into the slot, and she indicates one under the uh, central operator's terminal. And uh, that way you can uh, have the computers, uh, once they're repaired, open the portal to the Stellar Degenerator. And then um, I will take over the Stellar Degenerator and uh, uh, remotely fly it into one of the many suns in this system. Yeah. Sure Actually, at this guys. point, I am going to do a sense motive here. Yeah. <laughs> Even Mo smells a rat on this. Hold on. I am going to choose to re-roll that, because I added uh, sense motive. No, actually, I, no. Damn, I can't re-roll it. I can only you roll a, a 1 for a 12. Yeah, I, no, no, I know. Uh, some of my abilities I can re-roll. I can't do re-roll that. I can mm-hmm. add a d6 plus 1, but I can't well, re-roll it. First of all, it. it's an AI. You, you believe that it's telling the truth, because... Everything so far has uh, jacked. Right. I mean, like every other AI we've met has been perfectly nice. Mm-hmm. So in our private communication channel, I'm going to say to the guys, well, I guess we kind of just have to give them the thing going. What did he say? He wants to take the stellar degenerator and put it into a sun? No, 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 no. Uh, well, yes, he's going to send yes. it at a sun to destroy it is the idea. To destroy the sun? To destroy the stellar degenerator. The stellar degenerator was built as a weapon of war, after all, and could withstand a lot of punishment. It will take more firepower than you could ever bring to bear onto the item, onto the Stellar Degenerator. However, there's no way that it would be able to withstand one of the gate's 12 suns. So I would need one of you to board the super weapon and take care of the ancient security measure still in place. I'm not exactly sure how that would occur, but I'm pretty sure that whoever did that would most likely die on the stellar degenerator as you uh, fly it into one of the suns. But your death would be noble as you would have saved billions, if not trillions of innocent lives. That's new. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But let me ask you, um, the stellar degenerator, its whole uh, purpose is to destroy a star. Yes. Yes. Again, it's it's just an object like anything else. It can be destroyed. So how does it destroy stars? Does it fire a beam or something into that? Like, how does that work? Yes, it fires a beam into the sun and kills it and turns it into a I just feel dwarf. that anything I feel that anything called a stellar generator should be kept away from a sun. 
It just seems no, 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 no. No, I'm willing to accept this. That's no, it's basically taking the ring to the uh, mountain. I, I, under- I understand that's what they're saying, but I'm a little skeptical of that myself. Well, if you could figure out another way to bring enough firepower to destroy it, uh, I'm all ears. Well, I think what's probably simplest is I should take control of the stellar degenerator and I'll pilot it in. Or at least I send it to the sun. That way, you know, we know that there's checks and balances on it. Uh, sure. That doesn't sure. make sense either. No, sure. Well, we want actually, like, you know, I don't know about this AI necessarily. I'm just saying it's like actually one of us should do it. And certainly I'm obviously our leader. So we're going to see. Even though it means party? certain death for you? Like, look, I'm I'm willing to take that risk. I mean, I think that actually the risk isn't quite as bad as it is. But even so, look, if I have to, I have to. You are the yeah. best pilot. You are the best pilot. However, the best pilot. there we go. Uh, Mo doesn't trust you, though. That, that, there's that. Uh, uh, are you sure about that? Also, nobly sacrifice himself to make sure I'd that like the job is well motive. done. I want a sense motive. <laughs> oh, now, now I want you both to roll a second sense motive and take the lower of the two. Yes, I can do that. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Actually, yes, that's an envoy ability. No, it doesn't <laughs> happen between characters. You get that, that, that's like attacking ah, another player. You can't do I that. I got a better one. All right, you still only have a 13. That's great. There we are, 16. I sense all your motives. One more time. Roll I have that a plus again. one sense motive. Yeah, there you go, Bob. F you. <laughs> same <laughs> roll. Exact same roll. Oops. Okay, I have a 42. Yeah, but Mo has a plus 50 because he knows your <laughs> lying ways. Okay. At any rate, fine. Uh, we're going to give this guy the thing, and he's going to take control of it, right? Okay. Well, he, well, he's saying that we need someone needs to fly yeah, in. Yeah, right? we, we need we, well, we this need is, to do that. Let me give you the exact steps. You insert the board. She will open up the gate. The stellar degenerator will fly out. You will then, through her instructions, board it, figure out how to go past the sentries and other security measures that are still in place, All right. which should be formidable, then take the controls and figure out how to fly it into one of the suns. The rest of you can escape while the last one has to be left behind to valiantly sacrifice themselves to destroy it. Excellent. I like that idea. Right. I like that plan. <laughs> That sounds good, except we're not trusting Rusty with that. Planet. You can always send uh, in Shatter. I don't understand where Shatter. this is coming from. Oh, yeah. I don't can really do understand it. where that's coming from at this point. Ultimately, my problem is that the, or the initial steps of taking the thing and destroying it also sound like the initial steps of using it. It's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we could fly it to Absalon Station. They have a sun nearby, right? Hold the whole galaxy yeah. hostage that even that even seems like a worse <laughs> oh idea <laughs> the devil horn start actually like twitching doctor no we've got the uh, doctor no plan <laughs> my lord and master asmodeus would pre- appreciate these things uh, yeah this is hard to well he's telling the truth because the sense motive he's an ai that is but i mean i guess like there's can we do an engineering check to like see whether or not that that would be the right way to use it? I mean, sure. I mean, uh, Tuttle's the only one who could probably do that. Yeah. I'll well, yeah. why do you underestimate my skills? I mean, I understand uh, why you understand. Fine. Okay. You I'll roll... say you can do it too. You can do it too. Anyone who I'm wants just... to can do it. I'm not actually doubting either of you. It's just that I don't the know. Hero if this with is the twenty-two and Tuttle with the thirty-seven. Mm. Rolled a 12. I rolled a 7, of course. Yeah. Uh, Tuttle knows that 
a few things. First of all, there's 12 suns here. Second of all, this is like so far away from everything and hidden that if something catastrophic happened, like, I don't know, one of the suns exploded and went supernova and caused a chain reaction, nothing is in this area. It's so remote that this is probably literally the perfect place to blow this thing up. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there's right. no life around. Okay. All right, well, let's do that. I love this plan. Mo wants to be a part of it. So All it right. sounds like we have to board this thing, which actually is going to have things we have to fight to clear it out to be able to, to deal with it. So that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I think that's the plan. We need to go to our ship, rest up, and then and then fly over to this thing. after. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say that you rest up because it'll take a little while to get this ready. So I'll say that you all rest up. You're all rested. You have all your new gear. You're all level 11. We'll, we'll you know, I'll take care of that next yeah, time. Yeah, right. And you are ready, I believe, to turn the uh, key in the engine, so to speak. Lap it in and rock and roll. Ready All to right. go. Let's do it. Okay, here you go. You put in the uh, you put in the circuit board. You take out the old broken one, and uh, sure enough, it fits in like a glove. And Ostek looks at you and asks if she has permission to open up the demi plane to bring out. The Stellar Degenerator. Permission granted by Akira the Just. <laughs> make, make, make it so. Okay. Here we go. You press Y on the keyboard. It's like two years of uh, two years of playing for this moment. Here we go. She closes her eyes. Things flash all around you. Buttons, lights. It's it's just like a circus almost. It looks like Vegas at night. And she opens up her eyes and looks at your sis. My friends, something is terribly wrong. Thanks to uh, the gate's advanced age, several microprocessors across the controller's moon core facilities are, are failing. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I've already initiated the subroutine to open up the demiplane. My calculations predict that unless something is done in the next few minutes, a catastrophic chain reaction will destabilize the system's 12 cosmic strings and cause each and every one of the suns to be pulled into the center of the system. Such a collision result in a massive supernova, and the stellar degenerator would remain safe within the demiplane. Oh no. The consoles around the room begin running a series of simulations at rapid speed, all of which end with flashing red screens over and over again. What do you do while this occurs? It looks like war games. Mo shrieking. Tuttle, you and I need—we need to get to work. Is it something that we can? We asked the, the AI. Is this something that we can uh, try and fix from here with these controls? No, I'm running simulations. Uh, bear with me. Uh, I'll come to a solution shortly. After a few seconds, all the screens are flashing except one. Yes, I, I think I have it. If I split my consciousness across the twelve controller moons, my own programming could provide the necessary corrections for our plan to proceed. But I will not be able to pull myself back together. It will be the end of me permanently. She nods. This is the only choice. The rest will be up to you. You must promise to destroy the stellar degenerator, no matter what happens totally promise i promise yes we promise she looks at you and she nods her holographic form dissolves into lines of code and the consoles surrounding you begin to glow blue several monitors begin showing views of the interior bores of the other controller moons 
traces of the same blue light limb the circuitry along the walls and the army of maintenance bots. A moment later, the building shakes and all the monitors switch to the perspectives from the planet's surfaces pointing towards the sky and each different angles of a colossal tear in space forming can be spotted in the distance. A fiery red of the planar gape contrasts with the inky blackness of space in display that is both beautiful and awe-aspiring. This happens over the next few minutes. Looking at the consoles, you can see readings about the phenomenon. The opening to the Stellar Degenerator's demiplane has a diameter of half a million miles and is currently stable. The massive vessel within has a conical shape and is mostly built from materials you've never seen ever before. The superweapon is over 100,000 feet long and has a mass of over 50,000 tons. It gives off a very faint energy signal, but not much more than a docked starship. But it does have a small amount of its own gravity, considering its size. Nice. That's awesome. Does it look like that's the nice. Doomsday Machine from Star Trek? <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to show you it what it might, looks like. That's conical, kind of. Oh, that really is very cool. Actually, that's extremely Ooh, cool. Fancy. All right. Yeah, that's cool. As you see the super weapon semi-plane open and the stellar degenerator slowly coming out of the rift in space, suddenly alarms begin to sound everywhere within the complex. Alarms that sound awfully bad. What do you do? Uh, I think it's time to get out of here. It's time to look at the alarms. What did the alarms say? We may need to leave. Marines, we are leaving. All right, I think let's yeah, let's get let's start moving. Let's hustle our way over to yeah, our ship. That sounds really right. okay. Oh, well, well, oh well, yeah, hold on. Yeah, the, the the AI has sacrificed itself so that we can get to the solar degenerator, and then we'll try and destroy it. Correct. I mean, is there something? Is there anything coming up on the screen? Like, did the alarms like, say? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. You see displays flashing multiple war warnings, and you could easily see what it says. Okay, yeah, what does it say? A massive contingent of hostile ships that emit unusual energy signatures are approaching fast and are entering the system. Automated defense systems for the 12 suns are coming online to try to stop the armada. Wait, they're stealing our weapon. Corpse fleet? Yeah, I'm thinking the corpse fleet or the cultists or both. And we're about to see a gigantic space battle. Tuttle takes a look and recognizes that these vessels are of Eoxian design. Strange amalgamations of magic technology that appear to be made out of bone and are open to the void of space. There are dozens of them in various shapes and sizes, all of them built for war. This is definitely the rogue navy known as the Corpse Fleet. In addition, you've noticed two massive signatures and one signature that almost rivals the stellar degenerator itself in size and scope. Really? What is that? What have we done? As you look and quickly Tuttle goes through and determines that there are dozens and dozens of ships flying at incredibly high speed 
towards the stellar degenerator. The two large ships are omen bringers. These look like vast whales, although the corpse of a vast whale. Its guts are hanging with hundreds of necrogliders and other fighters. This is a gargantuan warship, and there's two of them. But that is nothing compared to the ultimate weapon, the ultimate starship that you've only heard rumors of. No one has ever seen it before. The super colossal ultra knot Blackwing Annihilator. Oh my god. This is a capital ship of capital ships over six miles long. Oh my god. Oh god. And it is in the center of the fleet flying at high speed towards the Stellar Degenerator. And that's also a bone ship kind of thing? Yep. Wow. I put the oh, image man. in the... Uh, man, I'm looking at it. That so I are am, they uh, going to try to catch the, the Stellar uh, Degenerator? We're going to try and board it. And the yeah, outfit. and I think we need to board it first. Yeah, yeah, that seems... Or board their ship and, like, kill them all. <laughs> it's six miles it's six long. Six miles. Yeah, it's longer than, it's longer than Babylon 5. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. only five miles. Yeah. yeah so, um, so, yeah, we should board that ship before they do. Unless. Well, here's the problem. Like we can't do that? Yeah. You guys realize that you were never given the instructions in the haste to know how to board the Stellar Degenerator because of the emergency. You have no idea how to get onto it or how to control it. The bone ship, however, is open to space. That you can definitely get onto. Okay. Six mile long? All right. Well, I like attack. Well, my first uh, instinct was to uh, board him anyway, so let's go. Yeah, okay. Well, kill him. They probably won't even notice our ship. It's such so small and insignificant compared to all these other things flying around. All right. Anyhow, there it is. What yeah. are you going to do? Well, as yeah. Two massive armies are facing off against each other. You're caught in the middle. So, yeah, this should be interesting. All right. Well, SRD, that was an excellent little climax on this uh, on this chapter. Yeah, Thank you. Very cool. It's the uh, automated defenses versus the bone ship. Is that is that that's what's going on, right? The, the planetary defenses. Yeah, basically the planetary defenses are firing up and they're going to start attacking the uh, the corpse fleet. The stellar degenerator, you can find out more about what's going on with that. And yeah, it's a 12-mile long stellar degenerator and the um, enemies versus a 6-mile long super colossal ultranaut. Which nice. is, so it's basically like the island of Manhattan. Yes, pretty much. And it has two um, battleships, which are also formidable, flanking it, as well as dozens of smaller ships as well. Wow, a, thousands of fighters. That's an armada. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it was, a lo- it was a lot of fun. I've talked to uh, groups that have run through it, but I've never actually participated into a run of it. So, yeah, it, it, it was great. It, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun playing with you guys. I appreciate you having me on. <laughs> no, cool. Thank you. Glad to have you. And that, that is an awesome ending. I like I like all these ships showing up. It's yeah, it's a good uh, climax. So that's the end of this uh, this book, right? It's not part of yeah. the next one. Okay. It actually is both. It actually the end of this oh. book. This is both. It, it's um 
That's what I told you. Like, this doesn't stop. Like, this is going to go... This this, this this new next part is pretty much takes place in, like, one day, <laughs> more or less. Like, either you're going to win or they're going to win, and that's it. Like, it's, it's going to go one way or the other. And Do I have uh, time to go to Absalon Station and buy some gear? <laughs> yeah, you can go to Absalon Station. <laughs> no. By the time you come back, everything will be taken no, out. No, 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 yeah, I'd like to no, earn some no. money in my side career. Exactly. <laughs> Do your side well, gig. Steve, thank you for running, and SRM was actually really a pleasure playing with you. Fantastic. Yeah, it was a pleasure to be on. Uh, sorry for the technical hiccups. No, we, we've, we've had all sorts of weird technical stuff, so no worries. We're so used to it at this point. We do have to have you on again, maybe, uh, if you want to like play a society adventure with us or something. You could actually just be a regular old player. Or a Pathfinder 2. Oh! Well, that's what it would be. Oh, yeah. Pathfinder yeah. 2 Society. I'm so excited for Pathfinder Actually, yeah, I gotta make a character tonight or tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna level this one up. Can I tell Chris and... Uh, Jason, are you playing Pathfinder 2 Friday? Uh, actually, I'm probably sitting out this Friday. Oh, okay. Does that mean I can play the monk? You can play whatever you want. I don't think I want to play a monk. I think I want to play a fighter. You can play a fighter? You can play yeah. whatever you want. Hey, Steven, did you write any of the classes? Or just what did you write? Any of the specific classes? Well, I, a lot of it, uh, of course, is a team effort. But I did a lot of the alchemist, the ranger, and the fighter. Those were my main ones. Um, cool. A bit of the rogue. Yeah, cool. I. Uh, that's what I'm playing. I'm playing the rogue. Um, Uh-oh, really? Yeah, he's a halfling, yeah. Chris. You like him. His no, name is. I don't his like name, that either. His name is Mr. Peepers. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I was going to play either a saucer, a cleric, and now, but I'm thinking fighter. Yeah. Hey, you're going to be the one getting all the loot if you're going to be the uh, marshal. Although cleric can probably wear a lot of stuff too. Yeah. But it is—it's society, so you can play anything. I mean, there's no yeah, limit. True. You could have four monks if you want. That'd be cool. I'd like that. Cool. Or tell us, tell us how to break it, uh, Steve. Steven wants to, that's what Chris wants to know. How do you break the system? There you go. Well, I mean, I, I hope it can't be broken that easily, but I mean, a lot of times things can get broken. Yeah, we hope to, to build it so it won't get broken for a while. We'll, we'll see how successful we were. Not until we make a Reaver class. <laughs> Good night, everyone. All right. Good night, guys. All right, fellas. See you later. Good night. Thanks again. Hey, everyone. Steve here. So there we go, the epic conclusion of book five, where the boys, well, sort of managed to succeed and also managed to level up to level 11, which you're going to hear about more next week. So those of you who are familiar with this book, book six, which we're about to start, it is nonstop action. It just begins and doesn't stop going. And we've already been playing it for a while, and I promise you, I promise you, we are going to be pulling out all the stops for book six. Since this is it, there's no coming back. There's no more character development after this. This is the end. So people are really going crazy and doing things that they probably never expected to be doing when we first started this adventure path. And I promise you, it's going to get really nuts. So look forward to that. Once again, thanks so much, Stephen, for joining us. 
It is interesting, these big bads at the end of these books, they're usually a couple of different types. They're usually like really, really strong and very, very powerful, or sometimes they're spellcasters, or sometimes they're kind of an intermediate, like someone who's not very powerful, who's really good at talking. Now, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending how you look at it, Noel Nine kind of fell into that last class, is that she was not the most powerful. She wasn't like super strong in terms of combat, nor did she have magic. So she was more of the tricky type who can kind of fight and flee. And that's exactly what she did. I mean, in theory, what could have happened, I'll just give you an idea. She could have taken that board, run into the core of the planet, fly up to the surface, take the ship. She was going to fly back to the first moon those guys were on. And then there would have been a chase through space. And it just would have been kind of like this endless chase sequence. I probably would have had some big epic battle, kind of where they ended up the adventure in front of the AI. And I would have figured something out, but that's kind of where it could have gone. But... Mo was able to catch up to her. So it eventually would have come to a big fight. I kind of was hoping that it would have ended now with Steven playing her. But to tell you the truth, I didn't force that. Like, if worse came to worse and Null 9 got away and I had to play Null 9 and Steve couldn't do it in a, like, another episode, so be it. I would have just done that. So just to give you an idea, like, I don't really script these. In fact, when I'm playing with guest players, what I do is I put together an outline of what happened. I give an idea of who's who, both as a player and a PC, so they kind of know what's going on. And then I just give them some motivations for their characters. Now, obviously, almost every one of these books I've gotten the authors playing these characters, so they know the motivations pretty well. I don't really have to, you know, go into it too much. So the cool thing is we're starting book six, which is really crazy. That's written by Owen Casey Stevens, who I am definitely getting on the show. No problem whatsoever. I've already been talking to him quite a bit about some other stuff going on, which you guys will find out about in the near future. But I'm going to definitely get him on and I'm going to have him play someone. I'm not exactly sure who. I'm not exactly sure what. I might even be able to get him to come on a few episodes. We'll see. But Owen, I'm actually a little worried for these guys because Owen is really, really smart. And he plays characters really well. So I almost am worried that he will completely kill everybody if I give him one of the stronger characters. But I guess we'll find out. Who knows? That will be coming up in the near future. As an aside, I can't believe we're actually done with book five. So we finished that in like 15 episodes. We really are getting fast because they've been taking less and less time. And I don't think it's going to take 15 episodes to finish up book six. Actually, I have no idea how many episodes it's going to take. Book six has kind of strange pacing. But either we're getting faster or the adventures are getting shorter. I can't really tell. But we definitely have been taking a lot less time for these adventures. But this is it. This is the end. The end is in sight. In approximately three months from now, this podcast will end. I'm sorry. However, as you know, we are doing other podcasts. We are doing the Fall of Plague Stone. And we're already getting ready to start up a few new ones. What exactly we're going to do, I'm not exactly quite sure. Probably going to be doing the Adventure Paths that are coming out in January, because I worked on both of them. I worked on both the Starfinder one and the Pathfinder one. So, yeah, why wouldn't I want to do those? 
But of course, I actually kind of want to read them first. That's another aspect of the adventure paths. But that's kind of a minor thing. I want to make sure, you know, these are fun adventure paths. But from what I know of them, one of them dealing with mysteries in the Starfinder universe and another one dealing with a traveling circus in Absalon. I mean, sounds pretty awesome to me, both of those. Plus, since I did help write them, I kind of know at least some of the books what's going on. And at least the parts I wrote are really cool. But with that, let's get to show notes. So once again, new podcast every single Tuesday and Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to us, iTunes, Android, Spotify. Do leave us comments. Do leave us reviews on iTunes, please. It always helps out. We haven't had an iTunes review in ages, it seems like. It could also be that Spotify is just getting crazy popular now because I think Spotify is almost as popular, if not more popular, than iTunes, which is really mind-boggling because iTunes used to be our most popular platform. Do check out Jason's Talking Combat column every single Monday and his Talking Plague Stone column every single Thursday. I recommend you read Talking Plague Stone even if you don't listen to these episodes because it is awesome. He's just giving a blow-by-blow. It's very different. He's writing them in completely different styles. In Talking Combat, he's talking about, like, game mechanics and sort of his thought process and just sort of you know how the game runs and talking plague stone he's doing more of a color commentary play by play of everything of course do join our discord channel at discord.ruleforcombat.com where you too can play some starfinder and pathfinder adventures do follow us on twitter facebook youtube and instagram do check out our reddit channel do check out our patreon and finally do be on the lookout for the review of the Pathfinder Lost Omens character guide reviewed by Jason McDonald. That should be on the website any day now, so be on the lookout for that. Anyhow, with that, I'll see and talk to you next week where we kick off Book 6 of Dead Sons. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Moe's motto, I need healing! <laughs>